Welcome to a bonus episode of Metal Up Your Podcast. We are doing another Metallica Monday. Uh, I don't really know why we decided to do this one. We've pretty much not been doing these, but we got a few emails this morning, a few messages on social media from uh, about the one tonight, which is the the Shit It's the Sheds tour, which is a pretty fun tour, 94. They've sort of been around the world with the Black Album. Um and I I got together with Ethan. We decided we might give it a shot, and then we wanted to get our special guest involved, and he agreed to do it. So really, that's the reason we're probably actually here. So let's welcome special guest from Single Podcast Theory, Bradley Blazik. Hello, Brad. Hello. All right. <laughs> How you doing, bud? I'm pretty good. You got a you got a loan clap. I'm feeling good. Yeah, Clint doesn't care. No, I'm not clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm clapping. I'm not clapping inside. for you. We just put out an episode this morning, which is the Presidio Sessions, which we've gotten a lot of great feedback on so far. Super fun episode. This will, yeah. of course, be a bonus. We're just having some fun, kicking back, having a cocktail or a LaCroix. And uh, Brad Blazik is just drinking margarita mix by itself, apparently. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm alcohol I'm told he's just. I'm told he's just taking white bread and just dunking the white bread in the, in the margarita mix. I added some margarita salt into the mix. If you're joining this for the first time in a Metallica Monday, basically what we're doing is we're going to watch this show together. Brad over at Single Podcast Theory, which is a great Pearl Jam podcast, is a huge Metallica fan. He's been on the show. If you, Unless this is your first time listening to the show, you know who Brad Blazik is. So we're going to watch and listen to the show together. Now, what you need to do at home, honey, please, if you're so inclined, is when you're watching this Metallica Monday, you just want to sync it up. You know, After the 10-minute mark here, Either Lars or Rob or maybe even Hetfield himself are going to introduce the show. You will be able to hear all the audio just at your home YouTube screen. Sync it up to us. And uh, that's as simple as that will be. It's easy. I trust everyone to do it. I have faith in everybody. It's so easy. We can do it together. It's so easy when everybody's trying to please me, baby. Name that song. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. Out to get me? Hmm. Mr. Brownstone. <laughs> Someone listening is like not getting the joke, and they're like, "That's not Mr. Brown's note." You were singing it so easy, but I think I'm pretty sure it's Paradise City. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so uh, my screen oh. says premieres in nine minutes. Where are you guys at on the update, Aru? Mine also says nine minutes. Yeah. Okay, same, same here. All right, well, we're looking good now. One of my favorite things to do during these because I'm a vain fuck is uh, I like to look in the old comments section and see what everyone's saying about me and my podcast. So, um, Oh, the good old Metallica dragon just said, I'm here now so we can start this party. Yeah. I haven't seen anything about us yet either, which is not great. Not great. That's disappointing. Wow. Yeah. (sighs) Well, it's early. It's early. Well, you know, this might be a a little nod to us. Someone did say Brazil. Yeah, well, of course. It's probably a nod to us. Um, what are you guys thinking about? I mean, I didn't look at the set list. Who? Okay, who, did anyone look at the set list? I did not look at the set list. Um, Blazy, did but, you look at the set list? No, no way. Okay, good. There we go. We're on I, the same page. I heard one little on the same page. possible spoiler. I did too, and I... I'm going to put that person in the Melody Podcast oh, in jail. Oh, Moth in the Flame? <laughs> yeah. It's an early version of Moth in the Flame. They play Moth in the Flame during one of the <laughs> one of the one of the doodles, where Kirk's rubbing his butt on his amp. He's like, "Ooh, my butt's my butt on this amp's no like way. a Moth in the Flame." 
And yeah, then, it is. Yeah, it feels like, ooh, that's a good name for a song. Ooh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then Kirk raps the rest of the show. He just does like a freestyle slam poetry rap. I don't know if this is uh, true or not, but I did hear a rumor that because uh, they were doing a lot of medleys back then to kind of save for time uh, with how many black album hits they had to play. And I heard they, they on this show they actually do a Presidio session medley, which is weird because it's so right. much earlier in time. But we'll we'll, we'll find out. Hey, uh, it's official, guys. I just got a text from Metallica. Well, I don't want to make you feel bad, bro, but I got a text from him about five minutes ago. So. Oh. I guess you're uh, this just further says, down Ethan, the list. I uh, ho- hope you enjoy. He, they said, uh, uh, hey, it's James. I hope you enjoy the Presidio session medley tonight. Oh. Interesting. Mine says, hey, Clint, it's James, your best friend <laughs> from Vale. I miss you. I love you. And I want you to be uh, the, the godfather to my children. So that's what mine said. Oh, weird. He just sent another one. It, uh, oh, really? It says, uh, hey, Ethan, it's James again. Yeah. Um, Hey, can you when you're done recording the podcast, come upstairs. Uh, Francesca's making an amazing dinner tonight. So I forgot to tell you guys I'm in Vail right huh. now. Wow. Well, I just got a text from Kirk that says, hey, bro, hate to get you involved in the drama, but James is texting a bunch of bull crap to Ethan. Don't believe a word of it. He's full of shit. Hmm. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. That's a weird text that I just got from Kirk. Shoot. <laughs> It's uh, it's just it's just weird to me that those two would kind of try to pit us against each against each other, <laughs> right? Well, I don't know, Brad. Did you get any texts from them or any texts, Brad? Are you silent over there, <laughs> Brad. I'm back. <laughs> we lost. Brad. Where'd you go? I can't even see. Oh, I'm not even looking at you guys. By the way, Lars just texted me. Here we go. He said, "Duder, duder, oh. duder." We're about to start the show. Yeah, and I'm gonna play some fills, special fills, just for you. Some Phil towels. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I would like to give an update on whether or not anyone's mentioned us in the comments. They haven't. Now, I threw out <laughs> a very generous uh, volley of Brazil, but I've seen no Paul's, no Metal Gear Podcast, no Clint's Neat. Um, mm. No, you guys are hilarious and amazing. No, you changed my life. There we go. Namarda just came through with a middle of your podcast. I went ahead and, and uh, threw in a Paul just to get the get the fire stoked. I'm gonna type in a Lucius. <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm gonna make? I'm gonna make it a question. Lucius, Lucius, my little baby. <laughs> Man, the things people decide to write. Someone just wrote Jason left somewhere in '99 or 2000. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I know a podcast you can listen to where people a couple of Metallica nerds have covered that shit extensively. Man, they uh they posted something, I think it was today, uh maybe late last night, and I just the the main comment that, that showed up literally said, Hey, are you guys based in LA or San Francisco? And then Metallica actually had a reply that said, We've been based in San Francisco since nineteen eighty three. Wow. And all these people just freaking attack that dude. It was like, kill him. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's punishable by death to be that wrong. Yeah. No joke. Can you guys clear up something for me? Are you guys based in San Francisco or Indianapolis? Be a buddy and clear it up. I just can't remember because you've played Indianapolis. Just be a buddy, clear it up. I'm about to get real wild since we got a couple minutes here and crack open up. A cold one of a look. I am going to restructure my Skype window so that I can see you guys. How flattered are you guys about that? 
Can you see me? Am I am I back? I can see you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can see clearly now that Blaze is here. I've, I have got I've got YouTube <laughs> up in like full screen, and you guys are up in a little tiny corner, and I'm not touching anything. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm I'm considering don't I'm considering giving it, you exactly. guys uh considering giving you guys my uh my screen share here so you can see kind of how I'm rocking it, but but I won't I won't do that. I usually have uh, Logic kind of the window pulled over about halfway, and then I got the other two stacked over on the, on the right-hand side. I'm just going to sing to you guys until Lars comes up in my lilting, beautiful Perfect. tenor. 60 seconds. I got a 60 second. 60 seconds. Oh, me shit. too, me too, me too. Yep. Okay. Just, just popped up. Just popped up. Don't know what to do. I sing you turn around, guys. About that, I do. Never thought I'd heard. I'd hear that. All it up. All I want to do. I turn around and the problem and it's still it. Why is it time when you told me so? And how is it fine when I call a cola? I did a better than as I up. We haven't made the announcement yet, but we're. Slowly morphing into a three eleven podcast. I was just doing. So, I just accidentally um, mashed it, mashed it into a fucking uh, uh, one week since you looked. How does everybody that is I ate up? Yo, I just went from all mixed up into fucking bare naked ladies. <laughs> it's been all mixed up, and you don't know what to I do. Ate a pie and then I'm on a two, and it ties up. up, and a fucking body attitude. Oh boy, I think I'm going crazy. Mm, the finest of the flavors. Finding this of flavors. One week since you looked at me, I'm all mixed up and look at me. And oh, what are some other big 311 songs? And it's down, down. Whoa, Amber is the color of your energy. There you go, Transistor. I gotta say, man, Amber is the color I've got, of your uh, energy. I've got a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for 311, and I do love the song Amber. I jo- I joke jokingly play that riff, opening riff in in Paul's studio a lot. Um, but I got a soft spot for. Uh, for up some three eleven, I would I would buy their best stuff. Let me put it that way. Hmm. That's all of them. That's um, that's quite a <laughs> that's quite an indictment of a band. Do you like that band? Ah, I'd buy their best stuff. <laughs> they're they're like a lot of bands. Their first four or five albums are really good. Do you guys remember this like slam from the nineties? Like, yeah, did you get their greatest hits? It's an EP. Because <laughs> EPs only have like five songs. <laughs> Oh, we have fuck, some screening action. Uh oh, two minutes, two minute countdown. Some nice, kind of ambient vibes happening. Yeah, I could listen to this for a while. It's kind of like we're shopping in like a uh, an H and M or like an Express for Men. I did see the a Express Hello Clint Ethan. Oh, love it! But it, it was Shock Fan One or something like that. I don't know if you recognize that. It went by so fast, I didn't even... They do. If you scroll back up, you can kind of pause it. You can pause it. Just to, just to take in all the compliments. Yeah. <laughs> well, if Someone people are... potato. If people are going to write about us, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to pretend like I don't like it. Because I'm not... Uh, so here's a question for right. everybody. Are we gonna get the uh, the usual Lars multiple multiple phones laying out on the table I've, this week? I would I I'd like to think that maybe the phones are like procreating and multiplying, and I'm I'm hope I'm counting on seeing eight to ten phones sitting by his uh, drum riser there, or drum table, or whatever the fuck it is. Perfect. 
All right, well, okay. here we go. Well, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Right. Lars. That's right. That's right. That's right. Number 17. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pregnant pause. <laughs> Help him out. Five minutes is a long time for an intro, Lars. If he does spoiler, if he does set list spoilers, I'm, I'm closing this shit out. Are you muting it? Say no. Say no. Don't read the fucking comments. <laughs> oh, SNM2 update. Wow. Shitty update. What a te- What a tease. <laughs> Hometown show. Mountain View, mm-hmm. California, Shoreline Amphitheater, 1994. On the... The Crap Hits the Sheds Tour. He got the first one wrong, didn't he? The Shit yeah. in the Shed Tour? Wasn't it shit hits the it's shed? The shit hits the shed. Come on, Lars. Listen to the middle of your podcast, bro. Oh. That's cool. Candlebox. <laughs> what a weird pairing. Dancig. Dancig. <laughs> no agenda, just a fun run through the state in the hot summer of 94. Basically, there's a... Anyway, set list looks very cool. Uh-oh, should we mute this? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm muting. Mute it. Consider it muted. I'm, uh, I'm muted. Consider it muted, bro. What do you what do you want to hear? I would like to hear Through the Never. I'd like to hear Holier Than Thou. Uh there is a black album deep cut that was spoiled that I know they're gonna play, but I'm excited to hear that. I would like to hear Blackened. I would like to hear Creeping Death. And uh uh what else would I like to hear? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Okay. I was gonna ask you guys what you would like to hear, but it's was... too late because the show <laughs> is starting. I wanna hear battery. The shit. Is hitting the shed. Oh boy, Red fan coming in hot. Great opener. Who's that running around the stage? Is that James? It's Jason, isn't it? 
think that was James. No, it was Jason because it was a white shirt guy. Yeah. See, this is when Jason cut his hair first because he like his hair caught on fire with some pyro or some shit, some Michael Jackson shit. Oh, got the head feeling. <laughs> oh, <yeah. mullet>. Wow. <laughs> Is the audio kind of off of the video? It, it looks slightly to me, but... This is when Kirk had dreadlocks. Ooh, I love the scary guy shirt Jason's wearing. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never seen that before. This is your metal alarm clock, motherfucker! <laughs> okay, so uh, one thing, a little note about Lars. This is uh, now in the era where he ditched two of his rack toms. He talked about that uh, in the Also, the past. this is the era when uh, Jason's wearing a knee brace. One thing to note about Jason's knees is that he's wearing a knee brace. Kirk's got his workout shorts on. And Kirk's got dreadlocks. So I just don't want to. I don't want to gloss over that fact. <laughs> well, he's starting a reggae project. It's pretty metal to be wearing shorts with fucking like boots like that. <laughs> I mean, shoot, just about every in Pantera did that. I've never seen anyone in Pantera wear pants, not one time. Yeah, those motherfuckers were committed to shorts. Oh, yeah. shut a day do Someone just wrote Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana! Well, it's a little loosey-goosey, but not in a bad way at all. It's a lot of, no. a lot of fun energy in the show. I could not imagine seeing them open with this song. I love this song. Blazy, I let you borrow the uh, Webster Hall vinyl yes. in which they open with yes. Red Fan. Yeah. Have you spun that yet? Oh, yeah. You going to eat dog hair on it yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been It's been wiped off, though. It's been wiped clean. It's chewed up, but there's no dog right. hair on it. It's kind of a weird little vocal melody, James just said. Yeah. I really liked the 94, 95, like, James Punk Rock mullet cut. It's it's such an interesting do for the 94. <laughs> A do. Mullets were kind of kind of on their way out at this point, but uh, James was... It's, 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 kind, it's kind of... This is where he's kind of in the in the middle of like metal slash redneck. You went ahead and put the old abreve on hairdo, huh? Sometimes got to you know use well, an abreve to save, save some, some time, time, man. We got a sh we got a show to watch. I'm fucking lies. I'm a fucking guy. What's next? All right. Ah. Oh, wow, kind of an early puppets. It is strange. I mean, for the for the last X amount of years, they've been, you know, putting puppets way towards the end because it's obviously their biggest song, or at least you know when they played the most, most popular. But uh, yeah, it's so weird to hear him play it so early in the set. 
Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> well, that was short set. Right, good night. Hey, I'm Luke. I'm grateful we got bread fan. <laughs> Dude, you hear they open and close a bread fan? It's awesome. It was sick. Okay, I need that scary guy. Shirt, like said, pickles. It's pretty rad. These chicks are rocking out. Look at those girls. They're totally rocking out. Those might not even be chicks, by the way. Lars has got the old Michael Jordan tongue out. I'm now, I'm now associating Lars's tongue out vibe with old MJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to daddy, daddy. Shy, shy. See, this is kind of why we don't do these anymore, because what else is there to say about yeah, Master I, of Puppets, bro? Right, yeah. Let me ask you guys a quick technical question. If you're watching me on the video, is what I'm saying and doing with my hands and my face synced up? Okay. Yeah. It's lagged on my screen. It looks good. I like it. I like you. You are neat. Thank you. Yeah, Kirk's hair, it's, it's not fully, like, dready. It, it is a really, really thin dreads. Hey, man, you don't have to go in hard on the on the, on the the goddamn girth of his dreads, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm just observing. I wasn't knocking him for it. Don't knock, don't knock it until you try it, I just want to try reggae, man, with Kirk. That's all. Santa. And then they play Master of Puppets. Someone, I just saw someone say something, honey, please, but I, it was a long sentence. <laughs> Ooh, good, good uh, observation, Ethan. This might be the short one. Yeah, not sure. No, you Honey, please. Someone wrote who does that. Shit, I can't see it. <laughs> Someone's having fun with Lucius. All right, well, I guess we can dip back into this. So, we'll start with you, Brad, because you're our guest. What are you wanting to hear tonight? Um, I mean, you know me. Anything off Justice would be great. Yep. Um, I mean, Fight Fire, Ooh. Ride of Lightning would be cool. Absolutely. I vote for those, too. Anything off Kill em All you especially want to hear? Uh, I, I love Jump in the Fire, but I... I don't think they play that very often. That's because you're a Dave Mustaine yes. kiss ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. Just kidding. I love that song, too. Oh, guys, guys, update. I just got another text from James. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He says, hey, bud, hope you're enjoying the show. Thinking of you. XOXO. Anyway, so that's a text I just got from James, so... Crazy. He just sent me one Did again he? too. He's quick with his thumbs. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, "Hey, uh, again, you know, no pressure. But whenever you're done recording with the guys, come upstairs. The food's great. But if you want to record up here, we're gonna put it on the projector. The whole family's watching it. So come on up whenever you're ready." He says, "XOXO, of huh. course." Well, the plot thickens there. We'll have to see how that develops. Oh, we have seen missing here, and we got interesting the shortened puppets. And that was the shortened puppets. We did. It's kind of like when you shorten puppets because it goes, it tends and to then go, go on. into Rome. And you go into Rome, Rome guy. Ooh, the lights look cool on the stage. Like when you got your greens and your reds. 
And you go it's on. It's like when you die and you see the light. <laughs> Jason gives me a real Phil Anselmo vibe yeah. in this. Yeah, me too. Honestly, when I said earlier at the start of the show, when I was like, who's that guy running around the stage? It looked like Phil yeah. Anselmo running around the stage. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like during the intro of a song. Ooh, rocking some Nikes too. Fuck yeah. Dude, and Jason loved to play basketball. I'd love to talk to him about Michael Jordan. And when the robe becomes your bride. <laughs> and Michael Jordan's the GOAT, uh, the greatest of all time. I love that James got the uh, the upstairs mic positions too. You love that? I love it. I'll tell James that you said you loved that. Cool. I already texted him. No need to. Well, she gives me all I need. The road does. That's a great shot with yeah, the green man. light right there on, on old Het's face. So this is 94. What was happening in Metallica world? Like They were still touring the Black Album. The, the Black Album? Just okay, yeah. Non-stop touring. Because Load wasn't till 97? It was released in the summer of 96, but they started recording it in 95. Okay. So this was just, we're, we're bored, we're going to go out and tour. I don't think they were bored. I, I think this was uh, a continuation of the Black Album. This is just the, yeah. the, the album was so big. The album that would not quit. They had to. I mean, if, if there's, a, you know, this much of a demand for that many years, you just do it and it was you know, 50, cash in. 51 and, shows in North America, including a performance at Woodstock 94. The tour is known for the debut of The God That Failed. Uh, on the last date of the tour in Miami, famed lead singer of Judas Priest, Rob Halford, performed Rapid Fire with the band, blah, blah, blah. This is the last tour Metallica played in standard tuning before tuning down to E-flat standard. Ah, okay. So, Candlebox sort of infamously open because Alice in Chains backed out because of Lane Staley's drug mm. issues. And this is where you see the video of like James Hetfield kind of making fun of Lane's drug shit, which is kind of sad to it's see. It's such an interesting choice that they went with Candlebox. I mean, no disrespect to them, but it's such an it odd is. matchup. Yeah. They were an odd matchup when I saw them open for Rush, also in 94. Well, I saw them with the Flaming Lips. Flaming Lips opened for them. Open wow. for Candlebox? Yeah. Wow. But it was 90... Wow. Early 95? I think it was early 95, yeah. So this is pretty... This show's pretty much in the middle of this 51-day tour. Mm hmm I'd love to see them in a shed. That, that was where I saw them uh, after the fucked-up Georgia Dome gig. I, the makeup show was at the... Uh, 
Oh, it's the Hi-Fi Buys now. It was called Lakewood Amphitheater in Atlanta. That was really interesting. That uh, you notice there's not really there's no barricade at the front of the stage. I feel walk right up and there's just people just wanting to touch him. I just want to touch that Jimmy Hatfield. I want to touch one of Kirk's thin dreadlocks. It's almost like he has a perm or something in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lars with his bottom beard. Yeah, looking good. He looks great. Shadaddy D. Someone just wrote Phil Tao has great sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. <laughs> it is I talking. Kirk is sounding great, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That sounds accurate. We end our lives as Rome. Like when you're on the dawn patrol and you're staying up all night because the night goes on. <laughs> and you become friends with and the moles. And the earth becomes your mole. Dude, they sound fucking great. This is a pretty exciting show so far. Yeah. A lot Digging of confidence. In. Dude's wearing a, a, a Master Puppet shirt tucked into his jeans. It's the only way to wear that it. That was man. the 90s. Did you miss us? Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. Scene missing. What do you think that's all about, guys? I hope y'all brought some big time energy with you, did you? Any takers. I mean, a lot of this stuff, you know, the foot, footage-wise... It probably wasn't intended for anybody to see it. It was probably for like the, you know the the big megatrons on each side of the stage for the people in the grass seats. People booing. So a lot of I'm sure people are booing. He was saying, "What did you think of uh, Candlebox?" Oh shoot! I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought that was interesting. No, that was worthy. Who 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 was the other band? Danzig and Suicidal Tennessee. Yeah, when he said, "What'd you think of Suicidal?" Everyone's cheering. What'd you think of Candlebox? Ah, they start booing. I mean, again, man, that's it. I mean, you're opening from Metallica, yeah, it's... And, and I mean, Candlebox wasn't necessarily a, like a heavy band. There's some so. justice for you. Yes. See, I'm still on Dawn Patrol. <laughs> Weird. Must not be weird. Lars is just spitting uh, his drink out. That's odd. That's so. It's so. You know, not like him. So like he goes through like seven bottles of water a show, but he's still dehydrated because it turns out he doesn't he only swallow anyone. <laughs> he gets hooked up to an IV after every fifth song, but he's gone through Ooh, seven James bottles. playing it's that weird. of Wolf and Man, ESP. That's a fun guitar. 
That's a fun shirt so fun. to have and a neat guitar to play. It would be a fun shirt to have to have a shirt with that guitar on right. that shirt. Yeah, you're right about the audience being like right there in the corners. There's no barricade. Yeah. Or is that some kind of snake pit? It's an action? illusion. <laughs> it's definitely a security. Keeping God. I mean, you know, having a been a part of many amphitheater tours there's always a barricade there but i don't know how it wasn't in having 94. been a part of many amphitheater tours what a sentence what a sentence bro it's it's hey I, listen i haven't been a part of many ryman shows so it's the best <laughs> i got having toured several amphitheaters Having played this exact stage in Mountain View, California, on many occasions, I don't know if I've played that that stage. I have. I I can say I've played almost every shed in this goddamn country, but I don't, yeah. that one doesn't ring a bell. Uh, it, I mean, it's the main one outside of out in the Bay Area. That people play. Uh, that's where they they always did a warp tour at that amphitheater. Uh, Kings were there a bunch, and I got some I got some solo shows there next next uh, year. So you know. Oh, good. <laughs> They're sold out. Yeah. I've watched cool. many YouTube videos of bands at this venue. That's close. That's, That's close. <laughs> I want to say the Justice Box comes with them playing at the same place. I think they did play here on the Justice Tour in 89. Yeah, I think probably on their way to Seattle. I'm pretty sure that's included. That's one of the DVDs. They were perhaps even going up to Seattle or more likely coming down from Seattle. Please ask to come home. Because it's hard to go up there and then you can't play any shows on the way home. You usually route it so you're playing shows on the way home. I guess, well, you, you could go up that direction then go around the country and then come back through Southern California up to La Bay Area, but... Listen, I'm not their booking agent. I don't know what the routing was. You're not their booking agent? Not anymore. That's the only reason I'm doing this podcast with you. So I thought you were their book, fucking booking well, agent. Well, I was supposed to book the Presidio tour and uh, didn't really work out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, Marta said Harvester of Torben. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, this is a hot to the sorrow. Is that a different Ouija guitar? The bottom right paint looks a little weird. Kirk sounds great, by the way. He does. I mean, this would have been definitely one of his first Ouija's. I love this river. Yeah, it's definitely a different one. And he's got a purple one now. He's got a red one too. Oh, maybe and a, that's and what a I'm thinking wood, of. A wood grain one. Like these guitar minis are so killer. Ethan, did we do these guitar minis for our guitar mini series? Uh, we did not. That's a shame, really. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't want to do them any, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those were hard for me. Not all of them, but some of them. Right. The comments uh, people are referring to. Kirk as Michael Jackson. 
<laughs> <laughs> nice solo, Michael Jackson. <laughs> he kind of he kind of has that. I did, yeah. Early nineties Michael yeah, Jackson hair going totally. on. The, the couple bangs hanging down. Yeah. Over. <laughs> oh, that's a badass shot right there with James yeah, up, up above. Adorning the throne of the stage. Oh, he takes his throne. His mullet flapping in the Northern California Santa Ana winds, please. I say this every time we see a Jason show, but man, I miss his BGVs. I know, I know. It's so good. I will set my LaCroix to that. It's Kirk doing the clean part. Yeah. Pretty on point with like the BGV echo effects for 94. See, we're getting some of that great 90s Hetfieldisms. Yeah. Absolutely. Lots of. Yeah. What was that? It's an Ernie Ball. Those are those old like metal plated. They look like the Ernie Ball volume pedals, but they're Waz. I like that. It's like Kirk was hanging out with Dave Navarro a lot in the 90s or something. Right. Well, that's where he borrowed his first case of Guy Liner. <laughs> and they shared nipple piercings also, I'm told. But I can't, <laughs> I can't verify that. Can't confirm or deny it. With a whammy bar. And a whammy bar. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take sanitarium. Yeah, okay. Alright. Alright. Okay. Shatu. Shaka. Shaka Khan. Shaka's <laughs> gonna build up to a Shaka Khan. Ah, Shaka Khan. This song is very slow and also very sad. It's written about an insane asylum. It's very dark. It's dark, it's sad, it's minor. It's slow. It's brooding. It's got a guitar solo in the intro. Played by Michael Jackson. Hi, I'm Michael Jackson. My name is Michael Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was listening to a Madness record today. I got not too long ago. And I hadn't really listened to Side B much. And there's a song where they use, I'm not sure if it's his actual voice, but numerous times in the song, in the middle of the song you hear, I'm Michael Caine. <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. It's awesome. <laughs> in a Madness album? In a Madness song, yeah. I'll, Weird. When we're, when we're done, I'll, uh, I'll look up which one it is and send it to you. Cause it, it gave me a good chuckle today. Hey, guys, I don't want um, to brag or anything on the Metallica community, but we've raised $196 so far. Shoot. So, so look out, world hunger, COVID <laughs> relief. Coming at you. Someone just wrote mullet of the sanitarium. Not the best pun. 
No, it's they're, not. They're trying. It's not very good at all, is it? I mean, it would work better if it was like mullet of puppets or something. Or master of mullets. Master of mullets would work. Kirk, Kirk's playing great tonight, man. Oh, yeah. He's got a good touch in, in the 90s. Kind of lost that a little bit, unfortunately. Those Gibson Les Pauls just sound so killer with him, man. Those customs. Oh, yeah. He puts those hot-ass fucking active EMGs in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I love when Hetfield alters that melody right there. Screaming, I'm insane. Had a little Newstead harmony there a second ago. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing, bro. Oh my gosh! The same thing, dude. Dude, we're no, connected. You, no, you hang up first. I hope we're looking at the same moon. I believe we are. Hey, yeah. Listen, damn it. Listen, darn it. We will Crap. win. Shadow. I'm wearing shorts. I gotta say, man, like the Pantera Cats, they're rocking those shorts. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. But they're like the only band that can get away with that. If I'm. Anthrax. Anthrax in the 80s. Oh, they were wearing some little shorts. Board shorts. Were they, were they wearing like 70s basketball shorts? Uh, like board shorts. They were wearing like wearing Will board, Chamberlain board shorts. shorts. Board shorts, yeah. Funny because, like, generally wearing shorts on the deck is pretty huge no no. Usually, the only person that can get away with it is a drummer. Like, when I was touring as a drummer, I would wear shorts a lot, especially on like when you were touring amphitheaters, yes, <laughs> especially like tour- tours like Warp Tour where it's like 105 degrees every day. Um, that I think it works in metal. I mean, when I played in Demon Hunter, uh, I kind of honed in on a uh, black sleeveless shirt and uh. <laughs> cut, off, cu- cut off uh, camo cargo shorts. You honed in on an aesthetic. I did. Dang, dang. Look, no barricade. <laughs> I love this bridge. Excuse me, ladies. Well, please, 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 please. It looks like the guy from Michael Jordan's security, that blonde-haired fro guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fanciest <laughs> motherfucker ever. Blazy, did you watch the documentary? Oh, yeah. What'd so you think? Loved it. Loved it. I I was surprised about how, how uh, Jordan, I don't want to say he's a dick, but he he does not have that persona. He never had that persona of being kind. He was seemed always just like real and just a nice guy. No, 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 no. Not a nice guy. He wasn't really a dick. He's just a champion. Yeah, very driven. Yeah. Well, his, his focus was winning in every aspect of his life. But it, but it wasn't like um, like role models today. Like role model athletes have to sort of be real kid friendly, right. nice, yeah, nice guys. Yeah. Which, which he did a lot of charity shit. He hung out. He hung out with like Make a Wish type kids every day. But when he wasn't doing that, that was like a job for him. Yeah. 
And when he wasn't doing that, man, he was not fucking playing around, dude. Yeah. And he was a big trash talker on the court. Because you I mean, had that, to be, dude. You had to be, too. I mean, to, you had to, to be, be. To be the greatest of all time, man, that, that kind of stuff's going to come with it no matter what. But to be the greatest of all time, he had to go through Detroit for years. And Detroit would fucking kick your ass. Detroit did not mm-hmm. like, Detroit didn't care if you were a nice guy. Oh, yeah. So the Pistons fucking beat him into a warrior. Uh oh, what do we got here? What do we got here, Ethan? Got a Lars kind of drum solo thing happening? I like to play. <laughs> I like to play. <laughs> you're incredible, bro. Well, you're a- amazing. You're dude. amazing. <laughs> God, drum solos are so boring. <laughs> I've ne- well, how's it about to say? I've never been, really been a fan of drum solos unless you're, you know, someone that's let's say as creative as like a Neil Peart or something, where you're incorporating sure. like, I mean, that guy's com- he's composing. I'm told Neil Peart incorporated ancient rhythms, <laughs> ancient rhythms from the dawn of time that he read on ro- on the Rosetta Stone in scroll form. He dug it out of a bunker. Yes. Wrote, wow, Lars is a king. King <laughs> Lars. Oh, shit. Ooh. All right, here we go. God failed. Or Dawn Patrol. Because <laughs> it was be like their Dawn Patrol. Mm. A, As I, I read my epitaph. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Oh, in our lives as models, my knees are clammy. <laughs> Shetty do. Ba ba boom. We did do the God that failed. We did a little bass, a little That's bass right, yeah. sesh, right? Yeah. I think I, I think I played the God that failed, and you did uh, my friend of misery. Got a wardrobe change from James. Uh oh, he's like it's a little chilly. We're getting a little bit of that uh, ocean breeze. God damn it, this song is fucking awesome. I know. I was going to say, I want to get Brad's thoughts on on this. We've mentioned it before on the podcast. I feel like the longer that the Black Album has been out, the the more I'm actually liking it. I don't know what it is. Uh, Maybe ever since I got it on vinyl a couple years ago, it was like, now when I listen to it, I get so much more excited about it than maybe like in the two, early 2000s or something. Yeah, I definitely was not the biggest fan of it when it first came out. I was always like thrash guy. You were a true. I, well, yeah, but I don't know. It has definitely grown on me, I guess you could say. But I never hated it either. I right. never was like, fuck this, you know, thrash thrash all day sure i never was that guy but i was definitely like i like this but i wish a different band had recorded this if that makes <laughs> sense but now i'm like fuck it like I, 311 I, yeah yes i wish this was the Not new mixed 311 up, i got it failed <laughs> then you turn around and it's something to say why is it time when i got it failed it, for me, it was just one of those records that when it came out, I was obsessed with it. I listened to it nonstop. And then, you know, like, 
this record was so huge that you know I kind of unintentionally took a break from it for a long time, and then you know. I don't know. Lately, I listen to this record, and it just gets me so excited again because every song on this record is so good. Hmm. Yeah, Jason. Well, I always loved it, and I never stopped loving it. So I win. Damn it. I win over both of you fucking losers. Yeah, cool Jason yeah. BGVs, for sure. It doesn't get old complimenting that, because it, it was just such a huge part of this era. Absolutely. For, for so many of us, uh, well, me, more so than you guys, I guess, but this was just my era. Sure. Man, it's cool that Kirk's playing that weird V for this. The one kind pickup, of Michael yeah. Schinker V, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I've, I've mentioned this before, but there's a confidence in Kirk's touch in this show and probably this whole era where you get into that weird zone where you kind of can't fuck it up. Even if you're hitting squarely notes, you're hitting yeah. it with this confidence. You know what I'm talking about, Ethan? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. You're just sort of always in a pocket. You're, well, to use a basketball term, you're on fire. Yeah. You're sinking threes. That's right. You're on fucking fire. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not too. That was kind of a harvester fast. of sorrow, sorrow type pause. Yeah. Go ahead, Brad. Oh, yeah, Brad, you're saying is yeah, it's not too fast. Yeah. It's got a good groove, right? A lot of times, live, they every every band just plays a little too fast. This sounds great. I mean, I think in recent years, Lars is definitely like uh, a little more timing issues, like speeds up, especially speeding up a lot. But uh, kind of in this this era into the mid '90s, man, he really was laying back, especially with all that load stuff they recorded. Had to have that that classic Lars backbeat. Yeah. These kinds of songs, it's kind of that Sabbath playbook. They just lose power if you don't find the, that right leaning back on the beat, that groove in the back of it. Yeah, that's agreed. where the power is. Resolve it, please. Resolve it. <laughs> wow, this is yes. pre Lars using those uh, those aluminum sticks. Oh, I love it. I love the white and black drums. I love the green tape on his sticks. This is one of my favorite uh, Lars touring drum yeah, kits for me sure. Too. The, the white Tomo oh, kind of black album car. We're not gonna take it. The scene, the scene, it is missing. Can you Yes, right here. We're Hi. on Skype and getting crazy. <laughs> it's me, Garth Algar. The indoors thing. The indoors thing. A true poet. The thing is, 
if this was just like the jumbotron shots, they would have been putting him talking on the jumbotrons, right? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Will you? I don't know why. Uh... Oh, I don't know. What's he talking about? Yeah, look at these '90s motherfuckers. There's a dude with the tucked-in puppet shirt. He's like, you know what? I like to me- I like to party. I'm metal. I like to rock. But there might be some ladies here tonight, and I want to look nice. Well, he's oh, gonna wait. kill them all. Track. Gonna get Ooh, a... Kill them all. Kill them all medley. Oh, kill ride. Kill medley? ride medley. Dude, I love oh, the kill ride medley. What? Holy shit, that would be fun. Oh yeah, they are. Dude. Can you guys see what I'm doing right now? Oh, yeah. yes, dude. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm right there with you. I love the Kill Ride medley, dude. Fuck yeah. All right, here we go. I will, I will Hulk Hogan that for you guys on camera. <laughs> so it starts with lightning. Dude, this is one of my favorite Metallica songs, for sure. Oh, yeah. You say good god. He said goo god. He said goo goo cluster. Goo goo cluster. Goo gone. <laughs> he said goo gone. Yeah, it's he's, a it's a advertisement for right, Lowe's actually. It's great. <laughs> Brad, what aisle is goo gone on? Uh, that's aisle four. There you go. It's up on the top shelf. Speaking of uh, stuff grooving, man, this tempo's a little slower. Yeah, it's slow. Awesome. Yeah, it's a little doomier. Yeah. It's actually quite a bit slower, right? It's like, that's like 5 to 10 BPM slower, isn't it? Uh, maybe not that, but I mean, it's, it's it's definitely slower. Before my eyes. I'm going to chalk that up to a Larzy poo. He does look like Michael Jackson. I was thinking the same thing. It's black, it's white. (laughs) It's interesting, too, that the uh, guitars aren't pan like they normally are. I don't know if they maybe have This is like a mono. No, yeah. This is like a mono vibe, right? Yeah. War without end, dude. That's heavy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not Slayer, but it's heavy. This is a little slow too, man. It is, I was thinking the same thing. It is a little slow. I do like hearing, hearing mid nineties James singing over the 
you know, the Kill Maul material. Yeah. Especially the deep cuts. We've heard Seek and Destroy forever. Four Horsemen forever, but... Got the uh, B-section to Four Horsemen? Horsemen, yep. It sounds like galloping. Uh, like steeds riding. Like horses. I love that funky little riff, dude. Oh, yeah. Super funky. It's Was got that James cr- Brown playing? Was that the yeah? <laughs> Ooh, hell yeah! That was Jason. cool. He just brought so much passion to that role. Oh yeah, he's a role player. He's like the Scotty Pippen of Metallica. Yeah. Is Lars the Phil Jackson? Lars is Phil Jackson, and and Kirk is kind of Dennis Rodman. In a weird way. In a very strange way. Yeah. Rupture Hero is like Bill Cartwright. Or or like a Steve Kerr slash yeah. John Paxson. Great support. Always nails his shit. Yeah. Now, is 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 Lars Phil Jackson or is Phil Tao Phil Jackson? Dude, Phil Jackson is Bob Rock. Bob Rock is Phil Jackson. Okay, okay. James is MJ, no doubt, right? No doubt. So who is Lars? Is, Lars has got to be Scotty then. He's got to be Scotty Pippen then. That would make Jason Rodman mm. and Kirk. Steve Kirk. Kerr. Either John Paxson or Steve Kerr, depending on which championship, which three-peat we're talking about. Right. Or... Is Jason Horace Grant? Oh, who then leaves? Because remember when he said he was in Voivod that he kicked their ass at the festival? Yeah. And then he's Horace Grant who goes and joins the Orlando Magic, who shuts out Jordan in the playoffs his first year back from baseball. Well, like Echo Brand. Right, 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 right. Oh, we got some pyro. Here you go, Brad. See, to me, Fight Fire with Fire is like everything Rain and Blood tried to be but couldn't be because they didn't know how to write any songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Like, this is... If if any Metallica song was going to be on a Slayer record, it would be Fight Fire, right? This is like the most thrashy, like, Slayer-y yeah. speed metal thing they do. Yeah. Jason Jason sounds like four people singing back at (laughs) vocals. I know. I know. Lars with the double bass. Yeah. Lars is killing it, man. All these guys are. Then the show ended because they set, they actually did recreate the sound effect in the album. They set off an actual nuclear bomb and it killed everybody, not only in the venue, but in, in the, the entire hemisphere. All of Northern California. <laughs> Is it Slayer that has the little, the, the little, uh, 
pause between before the bomb goes oh, off. Oh yeah, horrible. <laughs> it's at the end of it's it at the end, the end of, of fucking uh, raining raining blood. Yeah. There's like, the dude, slight. Ethan. Did we even pick up on that when we did our listen of it? Where it's like the edit of the bomb going off. Oh, they bring it back to lightning. That's cool. But the edit before their nuclear bomb goes off, there's like a fucking whole second of nothing. It's like the shittiest edit ever. It's pretty bad. Because Rick Rubin probably took that day off too. <laughs> Dude, when Blazik was at my house recently, we were listening to Rain and Blood on vinyl, and we yeah. got to the end, and I was like, "Dude, that edit is so." I never up. heard it before until you pointed it out, and now it's like I can't not hear it. So, dude, and then I immediately got out Ride the Lightning on vinyl and played Fight Fire. I was like, dude, this is how you end a song with a nuclear bomb going off. Yeah, bro. totally. It's not that hard of an edit. Is this uh, Bell Tolls? Mm, good guess. I would guess that. But she starts with the kicking drum. Right. With the full on the floor. Look at that. We're fucking experts, bro. Yeah, I think it's got to be bells. <laughs> it's like we've been doing this for three and a half years. It's either it's either bells or trapped under ice. It's only one of those two songs. All right, what's Jason doing over here? Getting funky is what he's doing. It's a little funky. He's a little. He's like, well, the suicidal tendency guys are standing on the side of the stage. <laughs> I can't let them show me up. I, I can't. I can't let them down. Nor can I let them show me up. So, isn't it crazy to think that like Rob hanging side stage, if someone would have walked up and been, and been like, hey man, one day you're, you're going to join this yeah, band and be like, get the fuck out of my Six face. Six years. Well, ten years. Not even. He didn't really join. He didn't really join till. He joined oh, after okay. they would already made the yeah, record. You're right, you're right. I'm thinking six years. Jason left in Jason 2000. Left, but yeah, yeah. Hey, Brad, uh, welcome to the show, dude. I co-host the Metallica <laughs> podcast, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone knows I'm kidding. And if they don't, oh, I'll have to say to them. Yeah, fuck them. I know. Wait, you were joking? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're doing the in this corner, getting the ring vibe. Oh. Looking a lot like the Cowardly Lion there. He totally is. <laughs> oh, no, it's wait, bells. Wait, wait a second. Oh, he's just playing a little... He's doing a little bit of tease. tease yeah. Let's snip it. Oh, yeah. But it's like... It's like the clean effect... The clean signal of the effect's too high in the mix, right? The fuzzed out, fucked up thing should be, like, way loud. Yeah, it should be. You can hear that it's on. But it's like they've split his signal, and he's got a, a dry signal, too. Right? Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like that that growl needs to be a little more. The growl's kind of like under the dry sound. It's 
It's pretty crazy that Ugh. at this point Jason's been in the band for less than 10 years and has already done Injustice for All and the Black Album. Just what a wild ride, man. Dude. Fucking wrote Blackened. Yeah. I don't think Jason's changed bases this whole this whole set yet. I think he might have for God that failed. Okay. I think it's tuned differently. Um, but you might be right. I don't really like his basses in the 90s. I never really felt connected to any of his basses, honestly. There's that when he would play those five strings that almost had a jazz bass kind of shape. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Like what he plays one of those on SNM. He played those just big, bulky ESPs. That, I, th- I always thought they kind of like P basses. Yeah. But they definitely were like mostly five string. Is that dude that dude is wearing a bulls hat? What? I Where? swear. It's a white really? it's a white hat and it looks like it has Chicago on the back. And it Well, this would have been ninety four, so yeah. this is post their their first three peat. I swear Jordan's fucking I playing s- baseball at this point. I could be wrong. Maybe they'll go back to them though. It was a taller dude. Looked like he had a ponytail coming through that hat. Hmm. Was it a waterfall pony? Was it Bob Rock? (laughs) No. Was it a waterfall ponytail? (laughs) Yeah, it could have been. Well, there's not much to say about this song either, so I'll just take this moment to say, hey, I'm really glad you guys are doing this with me. I feel like I'm hanging out with my buddies. That's right. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was when I got the text, I was I was I was excited. Well, we, Ethan and I decided when we were talking about it this morning, we were like, well, if Blazik can't do it, let's just not do it. So you're the yeah. reason oh, we're doing wow. it. Wow. It's all because Thank of you. Because <laughs> Ethan and I were like, if it's just me and you, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't quite say it that way, but Chris oh, I love the spider, spider the spider yeah. ball. Yeah. Love it. I love it too. I love it too. <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more. Oh, shit. Hold on. My phone's blowing up. Yeah, who is it? Oh, it's Kirk. Oh, cool. Hey, Clint. Hey, Clint. Checking in. I know you love that spider guitar you used to play in the mid-90s. Hope you're well. P.S. You're my best friend. Tell Ethan I like him, but he's nowhere near close to my heart as you are. Love, Kirk. Wow. wow. I'm surprised he wrote all that in that text. but That's really did. nice. Did he mention the barbecue I went to this weekend? No, he didn't. Oh, oh, he didn't. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. Well, Shoot. he might have just been trying to be cool, or maybe it didn't happen. Maybe you're full of shit. I don't know. It's hard to Brad, tell. Brad's actually kidding. It was a luau. Oh, absolutely. Motherfucking. You kind of sounded like Phil and Selma a little bit during that. Yeah. Now, I recently, uh, as in, in the last week, watched uh, Pantera's set from 2000 Oz- Ozfest. Ozfest. Oh, yeah. Seen it. Love it. God, it's so good. So good, right? Yeah. I mean, I know they, they were only around for about, what, another. When did they break up? 01? 01. 01. It, it, no, no. They, they broke up right after the Reinventing Steel Tour. Yeah. I mean, but, they. Man, they hardly even made that. I mean, I think they made that record separated 
Phil was yeah. in New Orleans, which is a shame, dude, because that era of Pantera, I know Blazy feels the same way, yeah. but Reinventing the Steel, that album is, I mean, arguably one of their better albums. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, so, I mean, it's so underrated. It's fucking amazing. I mean, to me, man, you, like Cowboys from Hell and On is just... It's an onslaught. It's crazy. It's crazy good. Yeah, their early stuff. Have you ever listened to that stuff? Like when they were yeah. like basically like a, Met- like a metal magic. Like a, yeah, metal magic. Like a and glam, they were basically glam metal. Kind of trying to be like a faster Judas Priest uh, glam thing. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. But man, once, once they hit Cowboys from Hell and then really vulgar display of power. Dude, they're playing from, Disposable Heroes, by the way. Holy this is fucking shit. awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Ethan, but this is quite the treat, I was, right? I was biting my tongue. I want to watch. I want to. I want to talk about Metal Magic by Pantera. <laughs> I want to talk about the pre-Phil Anselmo Pantera. They're definitely playing this at record tempo, if not a little bit faster. Yeah. All right, let's check out this right hand on Hetfield. This is one of my favorite Metallica riffs, dude. And it's not even really a riff; it's just an open note. But and it's it's not an easy one to hold on to for as long as he does. Fuck no. And then sing on top of it. Fuck no. Look at him. He's kind of drunky. Looks like he's had a few beers in between songs. Yeah. See, okay, and I, I don't, I don't mean to keep making this a Metallica Slayer thing because it's just that's not even really fair, and doesn't even make sense in art. But I, I will say, he's doing that Slayer speed thing. I mean, this is what's so cool about Slayer is it's that right hand speed thing. But this is an example of you can have that and have a great song behind it. Right. Oh, that was that dude again, the Lakers hat. Was that him? Oh, wait, wait. Well, he said uh, it was, it was a Bulls hat. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, not Lakers hat, Bulls hat. My bad. Um, dude, dude if you could shirt. see the Bulls guy, I, do, I did see the guy just now. I couldn't see his hat. Yeah. Though. So he's on He's on, he's on stage. Dude, right look at this Kirk. Yes. Look at, look at James's right hand, dude. That's a hard fucking riff to play, man. Yeah. All right, well... When it comes to Metallica, God That Failed and Disposable Heroes in a set, the the, the cool factor of the show is pretty high just for those Absolutely, two. yeah. And you're right, Ethan. Playing that and singing over it? Yeah. That's one of the, the uh, insane talents of Hetfield, man. Some of the riffs he plays and sings a melody that's not even in the same rhythm is so hard to do. You, it may take, like Hetfield, it takes years and years of honing that in and, and hard work on the road and just getting it down. I mean, there's some shit that he plays that I can't even attempt to do. Well, yeah, it's just, it's, it's sort of innate talent, too. It's just like natural yeah. talent. Kind of an odd camera angle, but... I don't know, unless you want to see his balls through, cool his, with me. through his tight pants, Caution which I do. Hot. <laughs> Talk about a snake bite. <laughs> Old Namarta, man. She's holding it down in the comments. She's saying, listen to Metal Up Your Podcast. She's just, just promoting for us. Someone just wrote James's balls. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, it's good to know that we're all on the same page in the Metallica family. That's awesome. 
By the way, this fast little pre-chorus riff, that's Kirk. Kirk wrote that. Just want to give some credit. Oh, they did, they cut out another that little. I was gonna uh, say it sounds wow, like wow. they. That's the second time they kind of edited themselves. Yeah, they went to the chorus a little quicker. Yeah. Yeah, because normally there's another one of those. Man, God I, damn, I, I couldn't imagine cool. uh, being like, you know, like Blazek, <laughs> like you were, you know, a big thrash guy, and then maybe you're super bummed out about the Black Album, but then if you still go and see them live and they're wearing this shit out, like, yeah. okay, yeah, Metallica, Metallica can still can still hang. This is a this is a fun fact I know about Brad Blazek. His first time seeing Metallica was with me in 2017 in St. Louis. It's crazy. Surprised you didn't have anything to say about that, Brad. Uh, no, you're right. <laughs> just no comment. Just <laughs> he's still blown away. I from just that rendered show. him utterly speechless. <laughs> oh no, that's correct. That anecdote is factually true. Yes. Uh, I did hear you guys talking about Ethan was trying to figure out if the Birmingham show was six months ago or a year ago. Oh yeah, he got that COVID <laughs> dude, brain. Got I, uh, COVID brain. I I stopped what I was doing and was like. Yeah, was it? Yeah, wait a second. Was it six months ago or was it last year? It took. I was right there with you, man. I was like, I don't Dude, know. Dude, I totally had. What year is totally it? Totally had COVID brain. Well, listen, boys. Tonight it's 1994. Yes. We got our we got our shirts tucked into our shorts. <laughs> we're watching Metallica. God, look at Jason. I swear, it sounds like multiple people doing those gangs, and it's just him. We are legion. Man, this song is so fucking cool. It's so I know. Good. You know, you were talking about though going to like going to see them play. Um, oh, now you want to talk about it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even the songs that I don't love, when I'm when I'm there in the stands watching them play, I'm fucking I'm hundred percent into it. Yeah. See, in those situations for me, like if there's a song by a band that I'm like, oh, this song's all right. And I go see it live, and it just kicks ass. Yeah. When I go back and listen to it, then all of a sudden, I love the album version even better. I, my thing is like these dudes that I love, that I've been listening to my whole life, they're they're in front of me playing these songs. Like, yeah, I, I, that's what I don't understand when people bitch about. Oh, they play the same songs. It's like you're watching those dudes live in person play yeah. the play those songs. It's, there's something to be said for that. By the way, they, they skipped that little section again. They only did it once in the song. It's so interesting. It's not like it's cutting out that much time, but... It's the uh, Justice... Mind, it's the Justice Live thing. It's the Justice Fatigue. Yeah. Well, you know, these songs to us are almost like sacred, so it's insane that they leave things out. Right. But to them... They're hearing opportunities that they might have done the song differently if they could re-record them even. Right. Which, which as a songwriter, oh, that was cool. A little harmony on that. There's definitely shit I hear now that I'm like, oh, dude, if I could rewrite that, and I can, I would trim the fat here and there, 
they're just doing that in real time live. Yeah. They did. They did cut that ending a little short too. I was gonna say, are they gonna do the ending? I guess. Well, they not. normally do that big false. That yeah, they do like a false ending. Well, normally before this, there was a part of the dun, 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 they go up. Uh oh. Oh, give me a kiss, baby. Looks like well, they're gonna do the false thing. Well, Lars is doing sign language. He's counting. <laughs> he's doing math. His kit looks like a Nosferatu's face right there. Did you guys see that? <laughs> it did. I'm <laughs> telling you, if we do another shot like that, it looks like Nosferatu's face. Did you see it, Brad? No. Oh. Look, look, look. Oh, wait. Well, no, it's not that angle. I kind of see which... I see it now. Uh, kind of like Nosferatu. Yeah, look, you can see it. If you just look... If you, if you, if you align your eyes. <laughs> did you see it, Ethan? Get your face no, right I, up, I did get not. Get your face right up to the screen and slowly back up. All right. I get ya. Hey, man, you guys having some fucking fun here or what? That's what it's all about, my friends. So, uh, you like all the surprises so far? Yes, more surprises. We are still on a scene missing screen. Did he say they're gonna play a new song? He said, "No, we can't play a play, oh. play the new song." What? You guys don't want to hear a new one, do you? Then you better write one. Oh, this is gonna be uh, what? My friend of misery, blackened. <laughs> oh, this is when they make fun of Lane Staley. Oh. When he was shaking his arms, it didn't look like he was gesturing yeah. to uh, I think they all do. Arm. They all start doing that. Is he going to sing? Is he going to sing Seek and Destroy or something? Oh, man. I hope they don't do that, like, 20-minute version of Seek. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I could really do without that, bro. Or they go out in the crowd and get 50 different people to sing. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh. <sighs> All right, well. Okay. <laughs> but he's going to sing? Yeah, he would do this a lot yeah, back he, in the day. Yeah, he would do the whole tune, and he would do the whole tune of Whiplash, too, yeah. if they played that. Abe Lincoln was the president. <laughs> Is the Bulls guy? Bulls guy? Oh, yeah. Back. Is that him? Is that a Bulls I don't hat? No. Is that a white Bulls hat? Uh, I don't yeah. know if that's a Bulls hat. Yeah, it's got the Bull logo on the front, and on the back it says Chicago. I'm almost positive that's it. 
Wow, you know a lot about this hat. <laughs> I've only seen this guy like two times in, in dark, quick edits. And on the back, there's a tag that says large. It's a starter hat. <laughs> it's a starter hat. It's from it's from Lids <laughs> from the mall. Got it from Lids in Napersville. Couldn't decide on the starter hat or the new era. Got some tempo issues here, dude. You guys hearing these tempo issues? Uh, uh what, like a little sloppiness or just yeah, tempo? Yeah, it's a little like slowing down, speeding up, compensating. What an, what a strange thing for Newstead, right? Who was a huge Metallica fan, to be singing this song. Yeah. I mean, he's probably a little numb to it by '94. Sure. But it's like, it's strange, right? Because he's in the band, he's earned his way, he's written Blackened, and at this point, also my friend of Misery. He's not getting haze anymore, but but just him singing it, this one of their first big songs from their first album. Yeah. Imagine the very first show that Hetfield asked him to do it. That had to have been. Wait, wait you want me to sing "Seek and Destroy"? You kidding? Right. Well, or or maybe he heard Jason doing it. Sunday was like, "Why don't you just do it?" Instead of him like sort of formally asking, yeah. him, maybe it evolved into maybe that. Maybe so. Although with Jason, I mean, maybe internally he was nervous the first time, but Jason steps up to the plate, man. He was probably like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Even if even if inside he was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah, totally. But I think even like, even beyond him being maybe nervous, just the the weird like surreality of like, man, I'm on, I'm in Metallica. Mm-hmm. Because you know, these, these weird things hit you on the deck sometimes, like... Most time you're on stage, you're like a little zoned out, and you're, you, people right. would be shocked at what we're thinking about when we're playing. But then sometimes, like weird moments that you were like, "Wow, I'm doing a thing in front of people right now," and for him, he's like, "Wow, I'm in Metallica, I'm singing, seeking, I'm singing lead vocal, while Hetfield is just roaming around and prowling around around me, drinking yeah. beer." Do you guys, lost who? What was Jason's relationship before joining the band? Did, Flotsam and Jetsam like tour with Metallica? Were they buds? No. How did they? It was Alago. No. Alago got him hooked up. Alago got Newstead the audition. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Because, you know, he obviously was connected with them through Electro Records, right. but he also had Flotsam and Jetsam. So when the, the cattle call came for bass players, it was Alago who pushed Jason through. And he was the last one. And he was the last dude to audition. He was the first one there, but the last to audition. But that was just because Alago got him in the door. So they weren't aware of him before that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But he was the kind of guy... Go ahead, Brad. I was just going to say, Robert has been buds with these guys for a long time. They were... At the time that Robert... At the time that Jason left and they needed somebody else at that time in 2003, they were always going to get a guy they knew. Yeah. The the days of getting an unknown were out. And even Jason himself was saying a lot in the press, they got to get a guy that they know and a mm-hmm. guy that knows how to do this fucking job, yeah. the business side of it. Because they're playing with some big money. They're playing with big egos, playing with big venues. Oh, yeah. Playing with big legal issues. So it would have to have been a guy like Pepper Keenan. Right. Who I know James really advocated for. Who, by the way, 
would have been really good yeah. in Metallica. Oh, yeah, for sure. If he had been able to like be like, I guess I'll just be a bass player now. Think about the background vocal game Pepper Keenan would have brought to Metallica, mm-hmm. dude. Because I love Pepper Keenan's yeah. voice. I saw them open, I think, for Megadeth. COC. Corrosion? Yeah. That was a fun show. I bet. I would have liked to have seen Down, which was Pepper Keenan and Phil and Selma. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't heard that before. That little harmony thing? Well, they kind of went to this like double time triplet thing. I've never been the biggest fan of the Scary Man logo, but that oh, shirt that shirt is fucking badass. It's really cool. Yeah, I know. The shirt's fucking and awesome. I've never seen that. I've never seen that before. It's cool because it's like off-centered. Like yeah. it's offset. So it, it's not like right in the center. I don't know, man. My fucking current vibe is like anything with a jump man on it. I want to wear it. I want it. Uh, yeah. Love the Jumpman logo. I am logo. aware. Have you researched any Metallica merch that might have a nod to it, like any show-specific merch from Chicago at any point? No. That's a fucking awesome idea. I, I mean, I don't know if they've ever done that, but... I, I think they mostly do it with football. But they, they on the on the Worldwide Tour, they did a big sports crossover where every town had sports uh, yeah. iterations of Metallica shit. But I think it was mostly football. I know that wherever Tool plays, they give Danny Carey, whatever the arena is, they give Danny Carey an honorary basketball jersey. That's cool. Because he wears a fucking basketball jersey at every gig he plays. <laughs> yeah, totally. Usually Shorts. Lakers. Dude, Brad and I saw Tool. Where did we see them, Brad? In, in Nashville? Yeah, Bridgestone. And Danny Carey did like a 10-minute fucking gong solo, dude. <laughs> he did a 10-minute gong solo. So he's like standing up, hitting the gong and all like, you know, the the trebly points and the bassy points. Wearing a full Lakers jersey, Lakers shirt tucked into <laughs> Lakers shorts. And he's in one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time. Hey, remember when you were talking about you hope they don't play a long extended version of Seek right. and Destroy? <laughs> it's kind of cool, though, because James is kind of soloing. He solos like Ted Nugent, kind of. Mm-hmm. He sticks to the blue scale usually. Got you in a stranglehold, baby. Dude, they could have so gone into stranglehold right here. <laughs> I thought you were about to sing. In a garden of Eden, baby. <laughs> I was going to do some Iron Butterfly right after that, bro. And this is where they go into ants marching. (laughs) Man, going up and down those like aluminum stairs. 
while a little drunky. It's kind of dicey. That's still my fi my favorite Hatfield guitar right there. What is that on the in the frets? What's the that that's logos? the evolution of a wolf it, to a man? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's what's so fucking cool about that guitar. Man, this this show's pretty kick ass. Yeah, it's re it's really good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -oh. Yeah, bro. I'm enjoying it. It's playing patty cake with Oh. Yeah, they're they're having some cocktails in between songs, dude. Fun time. <laughs> and uh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> this is the result of cocktails. I only know cuz I've <laughs> had several in my life. Yeah, there's something a little off about this Ouija, but this this is probably one of the first ones, though. It's too busy. There's too much going on. Yeah, well, there's something just a little weird about it. To me, it's on, on the on the on the bottom half of the guitar. That that it's that bottom right thing, and and the bottom, yeah. I don't like the moon face. The but the moon thing's always there, or is it a it, sun? Uh... Ooh. I mean, that's Guitar Hero shit. That's killer. Yeah. You do a little Billie Jean? It's a soft J. Soft J. Billy Jean. He's like stepping on the little squares that light up. They're like recreating the video for Billy Jean. As badass as Kirk is playing right now, I've also never been a fan of guitar solos live. I just, I understand the reason for them. It's like, you know, hey, show off a little bit, give the other guys a break. But I don't know. I just want to hear songs. <laughs> it, but, but, the, but I recognize it now as total utility. It only exists for pee pee break and for drink break. Break time and for, for maybe, the other guys. And for maybe have sex with a chick break. I hate to be crude, but this is 1994 and we're talking about Metallica. So, uh oh, we have a little clean plinkety plink. All we are is dust in the wind. <laughs> I close my eyes. <laughs> More than I feel it. <laughs> All mixed up. Nothing but the There's deal. a lady who knows. <laughs> <laughs> All of that glitters is gold. And she's buying a stairway to Lucius. <laughs> Is he about to play? Uh, He's doing. Pharma, I think he's doing Hunger Strike. I think that's <laughs> fucking Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog. 
I don't mind stealing bread. Wow. I don't know what to think about this. Uh-oh. Unforgiven. Or is this just kind of a little tease? Like, maybe they're not even playing Unforgiven. Uh, either way, it's pretty cool. Unforgiven Doodle. Oh, someone's playing Harmony. Or was he just doing the Harmony himself? That or maybe a little harmonizer pedal or something? Or they were playing the tracks. <laughs> Not even more. <laughs> oh. That was definitely a little teasy tease. Mm. Strange doodle. Yeah. I mean, his clean tone let's, still it always bums me out. A little plinkety plink. Just, just too clean. Let's, let's hear how he does here, though. Well, so far, so good. <laughs> that one lady. <laughs> well, this is the chick song. This is the song for the yeah. ladies. This is the, this is the, the <laughs> woman that, she, that went with her husband or boyfriend. And this is the first song she's known in the set. Yeah, she wasn't super stoked about Disposable Heroes or The God That Failed, but now she's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Kill Ride medley was pretty rough for her. Oh, yeah. James pensively sitting on a stool. Ember is the color of your energy. <laughs> All mixed up. Don't know what to do. Looking <laughs> <laughs> 311. I got one. Here we go. All right. Seeing a lot of things all getting down, down. <laughs> Had a lot of that sound, sound. What are some other 311 songs? Uh, <laughs> uh, trans All Transistor. Oh, um, Beautiful Disaster. Yeah. You guys are getting into deep cuts or something. <laughs> you would know Beautiful Disaster. <laughs> that was a pretty yeah, big song. That's their greatest hits. Well, I don't know it, so sorry. You know what, Clint? They're kind of, in their genre, a bit of a Dave Matthews band. They've got... That How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> they have that kind of avid fo uh, following. Mm -hmm. They do. They do their own festival every year. They still sell out. They're 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 like a rap rock reggae version of like a jam band. They're the Beatles. They're the Beatles of rap rock. They can do three nights at the Gorge every year. Maybe I don't know. Ninety thousand. I've never seen them at the Gorge. What what kind of venues does Three Eleven play? Usually amphitheaters. Well. I stand I corrected if that's, if that's the case. Yeah. What do you think, they do Brent? amphitheaters? Yeah, they do amphitheaters. Brad, do they do amphitheaters? They do, but they usually have like an incubus with them or who's the other? Who's <laughs> an the, incubus. Who's the other band? Candlebox. Ah, uh, Offspring. They've done a, they, they usually like do a tour with the Offspring. They were they were supposed to do a tour with Incubus, and then all this shit happened. 
Right. I mean, Incubus has as many hits, if not more, than they do. I think I prefer 311 over Incubus. I think they're a cool band, but... I'm just saying that if you're if you're touring with bands that co- are at your exact level, co-headlining, yeah, tour. you're co-headlining. That'd okay. be like Dave Matthews touring with Fish or something, yeah, which they don't do. Got a little shot up Kirk's shorts for a second. <laughs> Kirk's balls, not a pose. Kirk, Kirk's wearing the, the Michael Jordan North Carolina shorts under his shorts. <laughs> Someone just said, "Back off, James's mullet." Don't don't back off his mullet. Someone said this song is awesome sauce. Someone wrote nothing else matters. Dot dot dot. <laughs> it's like one well, it's like when nothing else matters and you die. It's like how when you, nothing else matters and you're writing the ellipsis after the words to sort of show that it goes on, but you'd have no words left. Sort of like etc. <laughs> and so on and, and so forth. And Laz does the slow Tom Phil. That sounds awesome. It's kind of off the mic a little bit, though. I, I, that's what I kind of like about it. Kind of distant. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, four of them. Damn. We got four yes, bro. He literally doubled down on the yes. Still sitting down. And he, and he didn't kick the school stool, yeah. And then Kirk's kind of weird, abrupt cut off. Yeah. He's wearing shorts and combat boots, dude. Not opposed. I'm not opposed. It's just no, I'm wearing shorts hard, and sandals hard right to now. Pull off. Kirk's really he's he's definitely gotten better in the style department over the years. You 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 prefer uh, Olive Garden Kirk or combat boots and shorts, Kirk? <laughs> I like I like uh, the debonair uh, Kirk. I prefer the uh, the tracksuit pants and the witch shirt. Mm, I love that too. Yeah, okay. I love that too. Yeah, dude, those pants are like eight hundred bucks. I looked yeah. into it. Yeah, <laughs> no thanks. Because they look like tracksuit pants. They're like black pants with that red stripe down them. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, they're really oh, expensive. Oh, now that... you got me. Now I'm back. A little creep. Oh. <laughs> See, I contend James has always has always had the dad the dad jokes. Yeah. He always had corny humor. Yeah. But but then he but in you know before Papa Het he would you know, he'd undercut it with a little bit of fuck yous and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's true. Now he's just it's just the corny humor.
Hit it, Jason. Jason will probably sing that last verse. Oh, yeah. Or the last chorus. Yeah, it's forgot. He does it sometimes. Man, I want that guitar so bad. <laughs> really? That's my favorite. Uh, uh, the early 90s all-black ESP. Would you rather have that than a snake bite? <laughs> yes. To me, the snake bite smokes that guitar. Really? Yeah. The snake bite just feels like more modern, more updated. Yeah. Sorry, my phone phone's blowing up a little bit. Uh-oh. And? <laughs> That's James. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. He said, uh, hey, I don't know if you've talked about it on the show yet tonight, but you know the um, Wolf to Man Explorer, the early 90s one you love. He's like, well, surprise. I know your birthday's not until October, but I'm going to ship you out one. Wow, that's crazy generous. P.S. Or, or, P.S. or you can just come upstairs and grab it. My phone's blowing up, dude. Yours is too. Fuck, okay. this is also James. It says, hey, Ethan just uh, read a text message allegedly from me um, about a guitar but the thing is he called the guitar James is playing the Wolf to Man and it, clearly you can see on the inlay that it's not the Wolf to Man so you can't trust anything that guy says it's all fake news love <laughs> your best friend and pen pal and your soulmate James Hetfield <laughs> damn it you are right that is not and now the Wolf I'm look- to Man and now I'm looking and it's like yeah I mean I, it's just the, the veracity and the you know of my of my text is just well it's here on the screen it's plain to see. Shoot, it blew up again. Oh, no, okay, really? It's, shoot, okay. It's James. He's, he, all it says is it's an, a winky face emoji. Hey, yeah. did we get Clint? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, man. That, that pop ahead humor coming out even tonight. Dude. I'm fucked. Hold on. I'm getting a text. Oh, shoot. Oh, it's Kirk this time. What you gotta say? He says, hey man, through some sort of strange technology, I'm listening to your podcast even though you haven't even put it out yet. When you were singing those all mixed up 311 lyrics, but about like Metallica and my dreadlocks and shit, that was super funny. I love you and I miss you, Kirk. Oh man. That was nice. That was what nice. A sweetie. That was really nice of him to say. I really needed to hear that right now. Show. Here's what I'm wondering right now. What's that? Do I have time to go make another drink, or is it almost done? Go make one, man. We'll hold, we'll hold down the four for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I'm still just wondering though. Is is Your is it almost is done? Literally you behind you. I feel like <laughs> I don't think this is the last song. They haven't played one. They haven't played Inner Sandman. <laughs> Your kitchen is literally behind you. They haven't played one or Enter Sandman, so I think you have at least those two songs to go. Right. And they haven't played Sabbath True. Right. They're not going to not play that, right? Well, we have to do our post-show analysis. That'll go on for oh, another really? hour. It goes um, on and on, well, and you, <laughs> you analyze, and you do your analysis, kind of like how you roam until you go on. If post-show analysis is going to last an hour, I think it's just going to be you, Brad. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> you can do a post-show analysis, yeah. Go I'm, loving, it, I'm loving this uh, VHS effect. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like so a strange, cheesy. like, eight bit. Oh, we got a wardrobe change from Jason. Scary guy shirts off. I just now noticed that. Perhaps you guys have already clocked to that. I just got a text from Jason now that you mentioned him. Okay. What did Jason say? Uh, what, what, what are the odds? Uh, he said, hey, 
you know that scary guy shirt that Clint really loves? How funny would it be if I sent it to you and not him? Love you, TTYL, Jason. <laughs> I'm going to write back real quick. Okay, yeah. Dear Jason, you know that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> but if you did send it to me, I wouldn't reject it. Up to you, bro. KIT, Ethan. Wow. I envy, I envy the closeness between you guys. Well, we, we do a lot of a breathing, you know? A lot of uh, <laughs> greetings you would use Dude. in a junior high yearbook. Once you put the heart of breathe on a bunch of shit together, you form a sort of sacred bond that, uh, that, that really can't be fucked with. We got Jason on the uh, final chorus, as predicted. A lot of up the short shots tonight. Yeah. And they need to ditch the VHS effect, too. <laughs> yeah. It's odd that it comes out, too, like, kind of here at the end. Ooh, got a little sort of maniacal, mm -hmm. crazy guy look. Extreme zooming, extreme close-up! <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. Clint, you could have been back with your new cocktail by now. The little fade to black? Yeah, I just heard that too. Oh, oh he's playing that 12 string. The double neck. The oh, double neck shit. ESP. Rock and roll. Yes. Because at first I was like, that's like a track. Because it's got all these semitones and other harmonic tones. Yeah, where is that? That guitar is probably at, at their storage place or whatever. But man, that yeah. thing is so bitching. I don't think it ever saw another tour after this tour. <laughs> It's crazy because there's a whole like video segment where he's talking about getting this guitar specifically for this song and something else. Uh, I thought it was for nothing else matters. Oh, was it for that? For those for those choruses. Okay. 
like Kirk's playing the old Les Paul again. Look out for that pyro, James. Watch out. Ooh, weird bass note. Yeah. Is that stuff rising up? I was going to say, the, the speakers are going up. Those aren't speakers. That was like mirrors Just and shit. The mirror oh. thing, yeah. But it had pyro in it, though, I think. Huh. Oof, there's some there's some out of tune shit the going on for us. sure. Explorer is so huge. <laughs> I know. That one on the bottom looks like it has like ten strings. Yeah. That's when they go into their corn set. Then they go into Got the Life right after this. That's right, yeah. <laughs> A song with no chorus. That double neck guitar is keeping us speechless. That's cool. It's like really cool. It's so cool. All right, I think I'm gonna make another drink. Do it, man. You got the, <laughs> you got you got another couple minutes on this song. Go for it. See ya. Finally. Ugh. Okay, Brad. I didn't want to say this while Clint was still here, but I wasn't actually getting texts from James and stuff. It was a joke. Oh I'm not wow. Sure if you picked it. Oh, yeah, I'm not cool. sure if you picked up on it, but. But don't tell Clint because I think he believes. No, me. I'll, I'll keep the I'll keep the joke going. Okay, it's just between the two of us. I thought it didn't really sound like James, but I thought maybe right, texting yeah. he would sound a little different. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he's not great at texting. He's he's, he's a dad when he texts, you know. Right, so, right. But uh, now, truthfully, I'm really glad you're doing this with us. This is really fun. I mean, we've been on the fence about doing it the last couple of weeks just because we've been putting out regular episodes. But we thought, man, this would be a good time if we brought in somebody else, and why not Brad? Because we figured you're always kind of game for this this sort of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. No, I'm glad you had me. This was this seems like a good show to pick it back up. Uh, yeah, it seemed like the last few weeks kind of got a little same samey, you know. Yeah, that's kind of we in general. Even even just for me, just to watch him just by myself on a Monday night, I feel like it's got to be something that's definitely not from the Hardwired tour. Um, really, like, 
honestly pre, really pre-death magnetic, I guess. Um, although, if it's a death magnetic tour, world magnetic or whatever, man, I, I love hearing those songs they never play anymore. One of the early ones we did was like that. I kick myself all the time for not going to, I think it's 09 they played at Bridgestone. It was 08 or 09. Uh, I was on, I, I, that's when Lemmy came out. Yeah, that's. A, that that's was, I, I, I missed that one. I was on tour, man. I was so bummed. I had never been to Bridgestone, and I had just moved here, and I figured it. I figured I was going to have really bad seats, and be right. like all the way in the back. And then I, after you know, years later, I saw that they played in the round, and Bridgestone yeah. is not like a huge cavernous venue. So right. even bad seats would have been good for that show. Oh, but yeah, for and then round, Lemmy, absolutely. And then Lemmy comes out. I'm like, God, ah, why didn't I go? Totally. Yeah, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, totally. But, you know, as far as these Metallica Mondays go, yeah, the earlier the show, the better to me. Oh, yeah, totally. They're not stuff we've seen in a while, you know? Right. Hey, shh, shh, Clint's back. Clint's back. Don't tell him uh, what we were talking about. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. All right. All right. Hey, Clint. Uh, welcome back to the show. I heard everything you guys said, and what I want you, to say thank you. What are you eating? My feelings? Uh, I thought so. <laughs> Clint, Metallica, Bridgestone, 09. Why didn't you go? I was living in Birmingham, oh, okay. and I wasn't really listening to Metallica. I uh, we, yeah, I wish I was at that show. That would have been so much fun. But fortunately, I'm guessing Ethan was on some sort of amphitheater tour, <laughs> and uh, therefore oh, couldn't make it. I was on. No, I was. Oh nine would have been doing clubs. You know, House of Blues, Phil Morris. <laughs> it wasn't amphitheaters. It was large, prestigious clubs. However, <laughs> yeah, very prestigious. Of course, yes. Yeah, I should have gone because the the Bridgestone show, Lemmy came out. And they jammed a few tunes. It's kind of a big show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were uh, we were mildly discussing such t- events. You would think, you would think that like a Lemmy appearance would be an LA gig, but somehow it happened in Nashville. I know. What'd they play? They played "Too Late, Too Late" and what, uh, "Overkill." I think. Uh, I think "Overkill." Yeah. A couple of weird songs to play too, like. Which I know there's songs that Metallica has covered, but I think they would play like Ace of Spades or something. Right, totally. All right, what Did we got James left here? James and we got... uh, Jason just give a high five. Thank you, good night. Oh, another thank you, good night joke. <laughs> Hilarious. So we still have true. We still have one. We still have maybe Battery. Sandman, Battery, Sad. But they haven't done any covers. I'm going to guess Am I Evil? Oh, no. Well, they opened with Bread Fan, but. Yeah. Maybe, uh, or Die My Darling. Yes. Or, you know what they've been yes. probably have been covering is Stone Cold Crazy yes. this time. Yeah, that, or I was thinking of, um, yes. I got something to say. Oh, whiplash. Ding. Welcome to Patreon. <laughs> hey, this is Ethan McLean from Web Podcast. We like to tell you about something we like called Patreon. Listen, do you like getting socially distant hugs from Ethan and Clint? And then join us on Patreon. Do you like going and fucking yourself? 
Well, you're really going to love what we have in store at Patreon. <laughs> There's like a chick in the crowd wearing like a bra. I think it's just kind of like a sexy top revealing. <laughs> it's very, it's very 90s looking. Top. It's a bikini. It it's a bikini top. It's bikini-esque. I think it's just a sexy top. Oh, Kurt oh, getting on the drums. Kurt. He got some more bangs hanging out. So he could he could he could easily form that into a devil lock. Oh yeah 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 yes. Will we get some Jason vocals? I'm guessing so. That would be my guess. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yes. Maybe we should start a Metallica podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should. That'd be pretty sick. I know too much. I was thinking about this today. I was driving somewhere today. And I was like, if you showed me a picture of James Hetfield based on his facial hair and his hair, I could tell you what year it is. For sure. From 83 to 2019, 2020. Yeah. For sure. That's not good. That's not good for me. <laughs> it's too much. That's not like good for my mental health. No. I could tell you this. After co-hosting this with you for three and a half years, whenever another friend that knows I do this, but maybe doesn't listen to episodes, when they text me something about Metallica news, I immediately say out loud to myself, you really think I don't know about this already? <laughs> Like, right. did you hear that James went to rehab like a week after it happened? <laughs> they made an S&M too. We've already done an episode on that. Now, Blazy, you're an original gangster metal up your podcast listener. Yeah. So you have to weigh in. Are we are we all salty now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I think no. I think that's just part of the drill. We we just just. We were just kind of salty I mean, in general. When did you when did you get on the ride? Do you uh, I don't fourth or fifth episode? Oh shit! So not that old school, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been there since the beginning. Uh, can I? I'm gonna have to edit out when I called you OG. <laughs> yeah, that just kind of ruined the whole episode. I did tell you. Do I get points that I don't know a week or two ago I went back and listened to? The very first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just for no reason. Um, well, there just, are. Just we, for we, are, we have been told. We have been told many, many times that people have gone through and listened to the whole ride. Oh wow! You merely listened to the first episode, the first, which yeah. is nice. But yeah, you told me. You told me, and I, I here. My first question when you told me you listened to the first episode, I was like, "Oh no, is it any good?" And you were like, "Yeah, yeah it's pretty good." Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's mainly us, if I remember right, just like kind of talking about ourselves and our, our own Metallica story. It was basically like our, our own metal tales of ourselves. Yeah. It was probably like 30 minutes long, too. The only thing I remembered about it is that like a year or two ago, we put a new intro into it. We were like, yeah, hey, yeah we're, we're from coming. Future. From, yeah, that was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay, I, 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 we literally are getting a text now from Metalliclaws. We are? Oh, yeah, we are. Wednesday, 9 a.m. Eastern time, he assumes. Oh, yeah, there's an SNM2 announcement. Uh, it says oh. premiere, Metallica's SNM2 trailer. 
There's a trailer. Okay. We already saw the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, but this is gonna, it's going to be completely remixed, though. Oh, no, for sure. What we saw in the theater is, is not the mix at all. So, okay, so are they, are they going out on Whiplash? Is that their first, like, hey, we're uh, leaving yeah, now. Set, Good yeah. night. Set closing yeah, the show's Whiplash. totally done. Good night. We're definitely not coming back out. We're definitely not going to play in our Sandman or one. No, well, I mean, I mean, you know, we might have, you know, if it made its way in the set list earlier, but it didn't. So we're definitely leaving. I mean, the buses are rolling. I like that Lars, Lars had his own, like, trap door to go through. You guys go ahead and turn the lights on and, like, play the house music and, like... Put up that scene missing thing. Yeah. You guys, like, gather up your belongings and, like, you know, dispose of all your trash and, like, be kind to your neighbor and, <laughs> don't, like, no, drive Don't safe. forget to buy, 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 buy a t-shirt on your way out. Yeah, maybe get a t-shirt. Maybe get your mom a t-shirt. She probably liked this two, ten years ago. Get the one um, with the tour dates in the back. It's a concert you know, we've t-shirt. Got, we've got the Scary Guy fanny packs. They're on sale. Pick a cute couple up on the way out and, like, redeem your ticket for, like, 20% off in the merch store. Uh, don't Get a cone. Get a Oh. Oh wait, they're coming back! Oh wait, wait, are you kidding me? Are you telling me that they that? Are, wait, are you telling me that that wasn't their last song? Hold on, just a darn minute. Wait a wait a crap second. Why? Well, I, I even hear a snare drum. Cause we're all mixed oh. up. We don't know what to do. Let's sing it, turn around and get a portrait at it too. <laughs> Why is it crying and I don't it's so wet? Uh, He's a Kirk's got that Jackson V. Up, oh, that means sad. Yeah, for sure. Jason's playing a twenty-six string bass. <laughs> Look how fucking <laughs> big that looks for that angle. This is them hey, jamming, Lincoln. jamming, jamming potential load riffs. Yeah, totally. Caught it. Okay. All right. Man. Oh, Metallica gives you heavy. Mm, this might be pre that speech. Pre speech? I don't. I'm wondering when that started happening. I hate that I even said this. Now someone's going to write in. Oh, yeah. Someone? <laughs> some many. S- some. Ooh, another some good mob. example of slower is better. Yeah. Dude, that is a six string bass, bro. That's a six string bass. Is that six? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Jason. You need that high string. Yeah, what's the high string on a six-string bass? A, a B? Probably, probably another B, I guess. I mean, usually it's a low B. So. It's a low B, but then... Oh, no. Would it be... It, it would, would be an it, A. It be. Well, no, because it, like, if you're thinking like a guitar, I mean, after a G comes a B. Hey. Yeah, this that's weird. He's playing a six string. Friend now, they'll betray. Oh, there's Bulls guy. There he is. Still can't make out the hat. Still can't make out the hat. Mm. <laughs> that echo effect is like louder than the main it vocal. Totally was. Did you hear that? I tried, I just turned that mid- <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, they started to blend it in a little better. That there's Bulls guy. I still can't see the hat. Somehow Brad saw that it's a bull, <laughs> and that the back says Chicago, and that it's made by Starter. <laughs> he even knew the hat size. <laughs> that mix is still high on that effect. Yeah, it definitely is. It's kind of even at this point, but still. But it needs to be like a little lower. Of course, it, yeah. It needs to not be at like unity volume with the fucking mic. It sounds silly. Right. You, you. <laughs> There's a dude wearing a cutoff tank top justice shirt. Dude, Blazy, that's all you, bro. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> true, true. Ethan, is it possible at this time that they had those kinds of vocal cues like pre-programmed? Uh, that might be better. Or are they, or are they or... riding it like riding the knob live? I'm sure it was. It was rat gear. Like they're, you know, they're running his vocal, you know, on whatever. No, but channel. that effect would be a front of house thing. You know, it, it absolutely would. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but there, but there's racks of gear at front of house. Um, right, 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 so, right. Um, so it, it that delay unit, yeah, that delay unit was either delay. on the that delay unit was either on the board or like a piece of rack gear, right? Uh, yeah, it's probably on the unit. A lot of those units had all that kind of weird. I don't know though. You're Although, right. This era though, I'm sure Big Mick was still mixing on an analog console. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there weren't Digidesign consoles yet, so I'm I'm guessing it, it was just a piece of rack gear that maybe as they're playing the song, there's a tap feature. He taps in the tempo and. But Kirk has full-on lost his ponytail, by the way. He's oh, just yeah. straight-up straight Rastafarian now. Kirk. Uh, Kirk looks like the, uh, the, I don't know if Clint, you would know this, but he now he's like the guitar player from No Effects. I don't know the dude's name. I know No Effects. I don't know if you did or not. Now I do. They have an album called I Heard They Suck Live. Yes. They have a song called Linoleum. They have an album called Heavy Petting Zoo. People know it's fair. <laughs> Damn echo! It's pretty funny, right? The <laughs> volume's just not right. Make me it. laugh. You make it's me giving laugh. me the giggles. It makes me laugh. I know how they dance. And oh, how they dance! The little dreadlocks of Stonehenge. <laughs> the, the dance of the forest people. I'm you. I'm you, bro. Jason's playing. It's like the same exact looking bass, but six strings. Kind of ugly. Ugly bass for sure. Not a cool looking bass. You yeah. never played cool looking basses. This is a shame. There's a few. Oh. We talked about uh -oh. this. 
Oh. Got some one. A little bit of one. Oh, the still frame of Lars going, huh? <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to avoid all uh -huh. these bombs being dropped. Jason going, yeah. Now, why couldn't they do that for the rest of the scene missing scenes? Well, I'm sure I don't know. I kind of like the bluntness of, hey, we just don't have this scene. So we made a graphic <laughs> for it. How about just black fucking screen with scary guy logo at the bottom? Scene missing. But scary guy present. Weren't they doing a lot of two encore stuff back in, back in these days, yeah. too? Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder if they'll do that on this one. I kind of hope they don't. <laughs> I'm tie tie. I'm getting I'm getting a little fatigued. Well, especially knowing like, all right, one great, uh, Sandman. <laughs> I'm guessing a second encore could be, like, am I evil and battery? Yeah, Stone Cold crazy. Yeah. Stone Cold crazy battery. So what? I mean, what? They maybe hit the lights. Hmm. Maybe what, blackened. what really gets my dick hard? That that was uh, I hadn't heard that in forever. Yeah, that's and that was out. still on there. And we ditched that one. Yeah, yeah, that's out. That was I one of those things could... that initially was it, it was hilarious when I put it together. I remember before we did that first episode, I, I pieced all those clips together and we put that in there, and it was just funny, and we never thought yeah. anything of it. And after you know a hundred <laughs> episodes, <laughs> we're like, here yeah, we should change that. <laughs> I wish I could change all of them, but that's too hard to do. It's take forever. It might take longer than when we tried to edit together a best of our first year. Oh, God. Those oh, my best God, of. dude. I've, I spent so much time doing dude. that. We all did. We all worked really hard, yes. and a lot of our <laughs> listeners did. Blazy, you helped with that, I right? Did, yeah, dude. It was crazy. Because I, I would want to uh, do that again. You know, I, at that time, I was working like it was a 40-minute drive one way. So I'd be listening and then something would happen. Like making I'd have, notes or I'd something, have to, yeah. Yeah, I'd be taking notes while I'm driving home, pausing it. Wow, we put then, your life in danger. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then no, just we, like we looking looking at the timestamp to send it to you. It was such a great idea that just didn't ultimately make any sense. Well, dude, well, there's the, so many greatest hits moments. But the parts that... The parts that or, or no, what, but the, no one gave did. a shit about the episode. That's why it didn't oh, work. Really? Like, the episode just didn't really matter. It, it got the same. It wasn't like, dude, this is like the ultimate of the year. It was so wow. worth all the effort. You know? It was just worth it because it's this like everything that was great about the last year is now here. It's like it just got the same traction. Not, so it was not like a lot of dude, feedback. I mean, a few people, a few. It, it just it, it was like a normal episode. Right. It was just like a normal yeah. episode. So it's like. Yeah. The amount of time that went into that and, like, the resources we put together and what we asked our listeners to do versus, yeah. like, it just being treated normally was like, fuck that. Yeah. Never doing that again. Yeah. I will they say. Were, they were fun. Clint, it was fun. Was to fun. To. Yeah, it's cool, but. Clint absolutely killed it with the compilation of me, of me saying totally. Yeah. I <laughs> that made that great. myself. <laughs> uh, what, did I make one of you two, Clint? Uh yeah, of me talking about uh, the pizzas in the fridge or something. No, no, no. There was something you, you used to say a lot. Um, ah, shoot. It's going to bother me now. Something rep repetitive like me saying totally. And I remember I this, I, but I, I, I don't remember what it was either. 
There's yeah. something about like the pizza, the sauce, the secret sauce, or the sauce, or the pizzas in the fridge, or something. <laughs> it's about food, <laughs> or getting uh, on the ride, or something. It was one of those. When I was in Wizard of Oz, <laughs> I needed courage from the Oz. <laughs> Dorothy took too long to get there. <laughs> oh, he's not even doing in the, the uh, exactly. I think that was still pre pre that too. In May. <laughs> Need some delay on your voice, please. <laughs> yeah, it just needs to be louder than your actual mic. In May, in May. <laughs> I showed Amanda the one video for the first time like a couple days ago. She, she, when it was over, she's like, "That was kind of creepy." <laughs> yeah, it is. Kirk looks so weird with this hair. Terrence Trent Darby, I think. It's just so strange because it's like. His hair looks way, obviously, way straighter like that. I'm loving this James up in the back back there. I know. Now he's Oz. <laughs> yeah, he's... Came out from behind the curtain. Yeah, he's the wizard. Ba-ding, ga-ding. All right, well, this Ooh. is the moment of truth. We always judge the uh, machine gun kicks, right? Coming up. You notice that was a cool little halftime part they did right there. Yeah, I did notice that. Hmm. Speeding up, but that's to be done. It's kind of fast. It's on I top can, of it. I can hear him. Oh, there's those mirrors. Life is a mirror. Sounded pretty good. Yeah. I don't think Lars was doing a lot of drinking until after the gigs. I think it was mostly James and maybe Kirky Poo. Yeah. Hitting the sauce. But mostly keeping it real tight and right. Yeah, he sounds great. This whole show, man. Yeah, it's killer. I mean, this section is one of the greatest moments in all metal. Absolutely. Right, Blazy? Of course. I love it. There's that Nosferatu drum kit again, by the way. <laughs> I keep missing it. Whenever you Look at that. that. Look, I, Nosferatu. I see it. It's all demonic. Oh, now demonic. I see it. Oh, you shit. See it, Ethan? Oh, my gosh. You're right. Pretty cool. I that wonder if that's awesome. intentional. It's really cool. I wonder if we I, could ever talk to one of Lars's drum techs or anything. Look, there's Nosferatu. It's almost like if you if you don't look at it, it's in the corner of your eyes when you can really mm. see it. Yeah, it's like a Wheaties box. It's Remember like the back of a Cheerios those, box. Those posters you used to buy at a kiosk at a mall, you could, it would look like nothing, and if you like squinted yeah. weird. Magic oh, yeah. Eye. Is magic that what Eye, bro. Yeah. yeah. The cover of Dave Matthews' first album was a Magic Eye, Ooh. and it was, a, it was a peace sign. It was oh. a hand holding up yeah. saying peace. Of course. Peace, brothers. But the album was called Remember Two Things. And then you look, and it's a peace sign where you're holding up. What is it? Two things. Or is it two things? Oh. 
They were pretty deep, bro. It's pretty deep shit. Oh, yeah. We couldn't do this harmony because I couldn't do the triplets. Do we even try this one? I did. Well, I don't know if you... I couldn't do the triplets at the top, and I was like, fuck it. I, I mean, I spent like 20 minutes on it. I, was like, I can't spend <laughs> yeah. all day trying to do this. Yeah, for a 20-second like, can Instagram video. Right. Here we go. That's Dave Mustaine doing it. Dave Mustaine <laughs> security. security. Did you see that? <laughs> Sting back. We won't have a barricade here. Come don't crawl the stage. We'll have to throw you out. And you, you know won't you can't get a, have a guitar pick. <laughs> Okay. Pretty good. Dude. Pretty good. I'll take how it. How fucking cool would it be if they didn't play Am I Sandman? It'd be so baller. It would be baller. Like, play Am I Evil and get out. That'd be, or play Last Caress, better yet. Play Last Caress and get out. Yeah, we're holding our hands up because we think this show fucking rocks. Are you guys going to play Am I Sandman or not? Kirk looks well. like the chick from, uh, <laughs> Kirk looks like the 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 hot chick from uh, High Fidelity. Oh, Lisa Bonet's character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the chick uh, that's singing Marie like Peter Marie Frampton. DeSalle. That like hot, super hot chick that John Cusack starts hanging out with. Yeah, Marie DeSalle. Yeah, that's what that's who Kirk looks like right now. Yeah, that's Lisa Bonet. Shinjiro. <laughs> All right, all right. What we got? What we got? Stone cold motherfucking crazy. Some more yes. A big guttural yeah. Oh, crazy What's ass. that? What's Pretend lasso move. And that oh, cocaine's that like kicking in, man. Strange come hither. <laughs> wow. I mean, I just, I'm a cowboy. I'm in city slickers. I downed five Red Bulls before that last song. Yeah, red, some white Red Bull powder. Oh, are the we? Oh, roaming. <laughs> There's a guy I think wearing we the, the dual, uh, The dual encore. Oh, Christ. Like, Lars, you still have right. scene missing. <sighs> well, I, I like you guys. Still recording. I like you guys. <laughs> oh, I've been recording for like an hour. I'm having a good time with you guys. Oh. Yeah. I lost audio. Did you guys lose audio? I'm no, still no. here. I can hear both of you. Yeah, I can see cool. and hear both I'm of you. I'm just sort of dreading uh, what this is going to mean for the editing process. Mm. Um, Leave it in. It's yeah. a bonus episode. Who cares, honey? Honey, please. It's a, a glimpse of me behind the, behind the curtain. <laughs> honey, please. Just release it as is and put, and put director's cut. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Honey, please, it's director's cut. Lucius, oh, no one but Lucius has seen it. <laughs> and maybe perhaps Valentino on a, on a sleepover night. Come on. Come on. I want my son to play, drum, play drums again. This is his song. Torben's giving him advice All backstage right. now. Well, here's the only way to make this interesting. Okay, well, I was going to say well, predictions. It's by but playing right. Enter Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but the crowd's, crowd's kind of not going this? crazy, right? The crowd's kind of not going crazy, right? No, you're right. I feel like the whole arena would go nuts. Or not yeah. arena, but shed. The shit shed. 
but uh, it's not. At this point, the song was so overplayed. MTV and radio. Yeah, but that's why I like when they open with it. Just get it. Yeah, out of the get way. it out of the fucking way. Get it out of the way. And plus, they usually open their tours with the opening of the album, which yeah, is Sandman. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's like you know, it's like you want Megadeth to come out and just comes go straight into Dawn Patrol, man. Just get it over with. Mm-hmm. I would like for Megadeth to open and close the Dawn Patrol, and then maybe play it fifteen or sixteen times in between those two things. That'd be sick. Oh, is someone shirtless? No, Jason's still wearing that gray shirt. Ah, no shirtlessness tonight, except from Laws. Ah, they're singing, aren't they? The crowd? God, I can't kind of weird can't really tell. Maybe the voices in your head are singing. That could, that could be really about that. Oh, it's just Jason. Maybe you're insane. I hear that. They did say yeah. that line. <laughs> I was getting a little happy on that hi hat. He loves him. Ooh, little little lyric flub. Shut the dawn, shut the light. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the dune, shut the light. Where's Wes? This is pre-word wedge. Oh yeah. Which I know you were just making a joke, but I think that's like you. These '90s gigs, you just like with Hetfield. Especially by this point, you can kind of see and hear the beer. Yeah, I think he's just—I think he's just drinking like five or six beers during the gig, which is like a two-hour gig. It's only five or six beers, and he's like sweating a lot, and his adrenaline's right. high. But still, five or six beers—it loosens everything up, right? Yeah, absolutely, it does. Gives you that confidence, maybe that. Uh... Yeah. Maybe almost too much confidence where you think you're doing a great job and sometimes you don't. Well, well then you then the next thing you know, you're going, suck the dome, shut the light. <laughs> <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> God, the, the, the unending frontman job of like having to get the crowd clapping. Yeah. That's what I love about Maynard. I watched a uh, a Perfect Circle show last night from like 2017, right after Eat the Elephant came out. And I just love how Maynard is like, nah, I'm just not going to play that game. Yeah. I'm just going to stand back here in the shadows and sing, do my 90 minutes. And uh, if you guys don't get into it, well, then fuck you. I mean, Hetfield kind of has always had the knack for it since the beginning, though, you know? No, See, but I, you have to have it. Yeah, I mean, Hetfield's like the Freddie Mercury of metal. Like, yeah. there's a reason that Tool doesn't play stadiums. Right. You know, he could Maynard command 50,000 by standing in the shadows and being sort of a curmudgeon yeah. bleak asshole? No, you got to be the guy that's like, put your fucking hands together. But I just wouldn't want that job. I say I just saw the Bulls hat again, and I, it didn't look like a Bulls logo to me. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I got still, a little I'm still not sure look. it's a Bulls hat, bro. It might not be. I just I I could have swore it said Chicago in the back. 
Maybe it's the scary guy. You hat. saw the back of his hat. Yes. I mean, I could on the inside <laughs> yeah, of the hat. When Kirk is over on that <laughs> far, sworn the far on the side, inside. this dude has turned his head where his yeah. back is to the camera. And I swear yeah. I saw C-H-I-C around, along the back of the hat. Which that that spells chic. Well, I couldn't see the right side of the hat. Might just be a chic hat, bro. <laughs> yes. Show. Show. Take my ham. Take my ham. It's delicious. Well, it's Thanksgiving, and I have enough. Ham on Sort five. of a song. Hold the mayo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a song about generosity during Thanksgiving time. That's right. Here, you take my ham, and we're off to Never Never Lamb. A little chorusing on that guitar. You hear that? Yeah. It's like actually that's like a flanger. Shake a dika ducky, take my ham. Yeah. Yeah. All within my ham. What do you think? Is that it? What do you think of the the bottom of his rack toms, the heads? Yeah. Being the, the white. Remo, the Remo oh, logo the bottom black is not yeah. lined up straight. Does that bother Ooh. you? You mean, that, mean me. like, where, where it should be at like twelve o'clock up and down? Yes, yes. See, to me, it looks fine because they're 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 both okay at, at, I, yeah. a, at a they're certain degree. Two. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I noticed that earlier, but I didn't want to bore you guys with the, those details. Well, I I saw it too, and I'm like, <laughs> all night I've been irritated. You guys waited two and a half hours to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was waiting for the, the post-show recap. But. Oh, there's your oh. sexy underboob chick. Oh boy! Not what really. we got next? <laughs> I'm just I'm kind of hungry and so yeah. Oh, okay. This has got to be a closer, right? Dude still has Master Pepper tucked in. He's there, and a great mullet too. Some more James sort of like camel toe butt <laughs> shot. You can see like crotch shot. the crotch two butt cheeks. <laughs> Those are some tight pants, bro. Oh yeah. Who cares? Look, you can see like the outline of <laughs> it's a weird all the little oh, yeah, curves some... of James's buttocks area. Oh yeah, you can you can definitely see the the silhouette of some of some cheeks. Which I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> so, the Melody Podcast ladies are like. Oh yeah, and yes, and, and. <laughs> do, do tell, do tell us more, <laughs> please, please, more, more buns, please. These lyrics are so gnarly in this song. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that I know where anymore. Ours is looking a little tie tie. Yeah, I would be. I mean, Lars, he, you know, he gives 100% the entire show, man. And that dude is probably burning some serious calories during the show. I like Lars' the long hair, man. That was fun. Oh, yeah. It was fun while it lasted. I, I do love nowadays how he just fully accepts that he's just bald. 
He always <laughs> makes jokes. He fully like, accepts it. He he wears hats. Well, no, he wears hats, but but like uh, you'll see him do Instagram posts, or he'll he'll make a comment about a show like this, and he'll be like, you know, a long time ago and a lot of hair ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff right. like that. Bleep. Beep, bleep. I, yeah, I, I never really like. I never really like so what. I could do without it. I like the energy of it, but I just yeah, it's fine. That's fine. When I was 15 and 16 and it first came out, I was like, yeah, this is so edgy. Yeah. <laughs> but then I got like, like this is really then you had, Then you had a child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you got the net. I think they're going to play more songs, guys. I'm going to guess Last Caress. Battery? Pleases me if you... Exit stage left. <laughs> Pleases me to leave in my cocoon. Oh, he just did he just call it Frisco? He called it Frisco. Wow, it's oh. kind of a big no-no. If I was a casual fan, I might not recognize that that's Kirk Hammett. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. He looks so different with he that hair. Does, he uh, looks might think, really weird. Well, honestly, when did High Fidelity come out? 95? So <laughs> this might no, have been High that Fidelity chick. was la later than that. I don't think so. Maybe. High, oh, high I, Fidelity I was like, I, I, I want to say High Fidelity was like 90. What did you, you say? 95? I said 95. Oh, was that yeah. Dave Abrazis? I say. Whoa. 90s. Vanessa Carlton in the audience? All right. <laughs> what are you, are you gonna, you're going you're gonna to give me that shit and then say it's not one year later than I said? No, no, I'm going to say it's, uh, I thought it was like 99, maybe it's 98. Oh my God. I was extremely wrong, and even you were wrong. 2000. I was one year off. In the year 2000. You were two years off. You said 98. I did say 98. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but. I just, I just, listen, I've got some. I've got Damn, some, I thought uh, it was way earlier than that. YouTube fatigue right now. All right. Are, are they done? Are, done? are we done? They're done. They're not coming back out. They're doing the thing now. Jason's like, take this pick here. Sticks. Would you like this one? Yeah. Dude, that, that, <laughs> that really this. doesn't look like She's Kurt. No, he's <laughs> I would say he looks beautiful. <laughs> look at that guy holding up the <laughs> Lars. Wow. James sort of saying, yeah, man, we did it, bro. We did it here. Dude, obvious, you, clearly you, pre pre COVID. We get them high fiving everybody. This is a little bit before COVID happened. Just a little yeah. bit, yeah. James got a beer. Oh yeah. I'm uh, gonna guess that's a Coors Light. Well, sweet. Well, dudes, that was a good time. All right. Well, I'm gonna click off of this. I'm clicking off, and we can click sort of do a little bit of, off of this. A little bit of final analysis. All right. So, what's the analysis? The analysis that, that was I'm a kick ass show, man. That was a totally kick ass show. Yeah, it was a kick-ass um, show, bro. It was great. I mean, they, I, th I thought musicianship-wise, I mean, there was very few flubs. Energy was high. Uh, I think MVP would be maybe Kirk or Lars. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Kirk. Yeah. I'd go with Kirk. I'd, as much as I, I love think, Lars, Kirk fucking nailed it. Um, he sounded you know, great. When we talk about who was playing tonight, it was either the shitty Beatles or Crucial Taunt. Um, it was a good show. Right. How are the shitty Beatles? They're pretty good. <laughs> so it's not so just it's a clever, not just name, a clever name. Oh. <laughs>
Well, it was nice to spend this time with you guys and to listen to Metallica, to see a really good show from 94. Absolutely. Obviously, a, a sort of height of some of those Black Album tour powers. It is weird how strange Kirk looked. He, did look, <laughs> Very... he looked like a beautiful woman. And I'm, I'm going to have to wrestle with that for the next 12 hours, probably. It was strange, mm -hmm. but I mean, I, I wasn't opposed. Well, here's what we need to do is we need to thank Brad Blazik for coming on the show last minute as a guest. Brad, tell everyone about your Pearl Jam podcast. It's it's you and one of my best friends of all time, Brad Lyons. You guys are over there wherever you get podcasts, talking about Pearl Jam every week. Maybe maybe give a few words about Single Podcast Theory. Yeah, Single Podcast Theory. We talk about uh, Pearl Jam's albums. Sometimes we'll talk about live shows. We'll talk about singles. Uh, we'll talk about Pearl Jam adjacent stuff, you know, Temple of the Dog and Mad Season and all that kind of stuff. So cool. it's a one stop shop for anything Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, I just want to thank you both for having me. This is a lot of fun. Of course, honey, please. Honey, please. <laughs> well, we're going to sign off now. And uh, of course, this was a bonus episode. And uh, we're not doing Metallica Mondays. Uh, you know, I, I just want to make it clear we're not really doing these every week. So we get questions every week if we're doing them. Yeah. This is kind of a special show because of the 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 year and the time so it just depends on what it is and uh but it was good to hang out with you guys and we hope you enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week on monday with a normal episode camped out firmly in the saint anger era and i guess with that we're just gonna say peace adios later <laughs> Advice or what would you say? Then I would say, delete that. <laughs> <laughs>